0: Today's show is brought to you by Banana Bag, a clinically proven vitamin and dehydration therapy formulated by a pharmacist as an alternative to an IV treatment for dehydration and fatigue. Visit Bananabag.org slash W-A-T-P and use the promo code W-A-T-P for
1: 25% off your first purchase. We should all do funny shows about how all the other
2: stupid shows
3: are stupid. Episode 4.
2: Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis.
4: What are you talking about? What
2: a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people
5: that
6: are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Cuz, cuz a rou, cuz a rou,
2: slap a rooney.
1: It's showtime.
0: W A T P.
2: W A T P. W A T P. T-T-P. Hello, Robert Nix and
0: Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the show that is now under the TWO umbrella. I am joined by our Lord and Savior, Tuki. Welcome to the show, Tukey.
1: Whoa, Carl, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. It is so good to be here.
0: It's great to have you back, of course. Uh, Tukey from Tukey Soup, which is changing its time to Wednesday mornings from mm-hmm. Sunday nights. But uh, just... Go to the Be Dabbler YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe to that to get all the fantastic El Harible and Tukey World Order and Tukey Soup content. That was almost too much of a plug. All right. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm pulling all that out. That's too much. of a. Yeah,
5: did please, you lose a bet?
0: <laughs> please go to com. Get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the unedited show live or whenever you want to. I will be doing a crossover show with the blind Mike project. We're going to do a bonus show and we haven't decided exactly what to do yet because Julia Fox has a audio book out we're going to start delving into that, but there's a lot of possibilities. So we'll see what we do, but uh, definitely sign up so you can get that great uh, bonus content also out right now for this month is my appearance taking over for Anthony Cumia on the Anthony Cumia show with Eric Zane. So you can watch that. You can listen to that. We have that for you. We did an amazing point dabble point yesterday. I'll get into that today. Wow. Some interesting information coming out. A bombshell. A bombshell yesterday. Um, so I'll post that audio as well. People who like to the old-fashioned way listen to shows and just pop on their, uh, their podcast player. We'll have that if you want to subscribe to our Patreon or Supercast. And, of course, you can always sign up for our YouTube and become a member there as well. Also, we encourage our listeners Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts, and then shit all over it in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called The Bedtime Podcast. This was a suggestion from Drunk Engineer and our Patreon. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Sidney Steinberg and Noah Findling, and I wanted to start off with what their cold open looks like. Now, these are a couple. They're a married couple, Ugh. and they lie in bed. And I don't know what the format is supposed to be at points. It sounds like I'm in a couple's therapy session as Mm -hmm. they unload on each other about the issues they have or their own personal issues. What's crazy is, I don't even know if I should explain this right off the bat. It might be better as a reveal. These are both comedians. Yeah, I know that's, that's the part that I'm like, what?
5: Like for a living, they're, they're comics. You'll probably have to keep reminding us as the show goes on that they're comedians. I'm just guessing. I
0: certainly will. All right. This is how uh, a recent episode started off, and I guess they had to go to Denver for a wedding. And Sydney here, Sid, the blonde girl, does not like Denver, but let's see how the show starts.
7: Almost heaven, Denver Airport. Big blue sea, Garbanzo bean bowl JK, that airport's horrible
8: Can you move closer to me?
7: Yes So needy today
8: Sorry, I am really needy
7: Noah's having a needy moment
8: I'm really really going through it, guys I'm going through it Well,
7: nice talking to you (laughs) (laughs) Good night
8: Uh, No,
0: yeah, let's go to sleep.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no episode.
0: Well, we're off to a fantastic start. I was listening to uh, Dick Masterson the other day, and he's not a guy who listens to a lot of podcasts like we do. Mm -hmm. He's smart. Yeah. But he was listening (laughs) to some shows, and he goes, nobody brings any fucking energy to their shows. No wonder we're popular. He's talking about himself. There's actually some energy going on here. These assholes literally climb into bed at bedtime and go, all right, let's do a 45-minute show right now. Now that I'm exhausted and have nothing to say. Let's get that fucking going.
5: All right. Let's get this out of the way. Tell me about the viewership. All right.
0: They have, I think, 38 subscribers, and their videos get about 20 views. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's that's
5: about what they deserve. Yes. I'm very
0: happy about that. Thank God. (laughs) I don't know how the person who found this found this, but uh, it all all makes sense. Okay. So, Sid is going off. Now, I thought this was appropriate because, if I'm not mistaken, Tukey you live at least near Denver, Colorado. I know you live in yes. Colorado, right?
1: Yes. Oh, you're so, uh, you pay so close attention to Tukey's life. Carl, that's fantastic. Yes, Tukey is in the lovely state of Colorado. Now, are you a fan of Denver, the city itself? No. Okay, no. Then no. Okay, then you're going to agree.
0: I'll just say I've been to Denver one time. We went to see the South Park 25th anniversary last oh. year, the concert at Red Rocks. Producer Chris and I went. It was 100 degrees with 100% humidity, and so we did not have the best time either. It was not comfortable, but it seemed like a cool town. I don't know. There was a lot of places to go and things to do while we were downtown.
5: I was seeing quadruple at that time. I was. You were not doing well. You could have used a little banana bag. I could have used a lot, a of, lot banana of banana bag. bag. Yes. <laughs>
0: so there's always that. All right. So this is Sid going off on, I guess there's a lot of breweries in Denver. Oh.
1: Yes, yes. Everywhere. Everywhere you look. There's the Laundromat Brewery, uh, the uh, Pawn Shop Brewery. Yes, there are breweries all over Colorado, I think. Besides uh, being the first to legalize marijuana, we are known for the state with the most breweries. So... The pawn shop
0: brewery. Do you bring in a stolen bike and get like a growler to go or something? How does that work? <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Used beer. Yeah. Here's my buddy's guitar. He
1: left in the practice space. <laughs> Can I get a keg? Just like John. That's where John goes to sell his buybacks. Right. He brings the bubble in. He brings the upside down shot glass. <laughs>
0: yep. It's worth five bucks, right? Like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is uh so I know that Tukey doesn't drink. Sid doesn't drink, we're gonna find out as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why both Tukey and uh Sydney do not enjoy all the breweries that they're seeing. Oh, Pilsner's. I know
7: there's the different types of beers, but the different types of beers at each place tastes the same as the others.
8: You're saying an IPA. An,
7: an IPA is an IPA. Pilsner's a pilsner.
8: Man, you are heated.
7: Unless a monk's making it. Unless a monk's making it. You'll, You're a monk making beer. I don't want to hear from you.
0: So the thing that I'm realizing about Sydney right off the bat is she thinks she's funny because she's quirky. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. repeats things, but she uses a different voice and inflection when
1: she repeats things. Yeah. She's one of those people that think, oh, if I do a stupid voice, everyone will think I'm funny. Yes. Haka, haka.
0: Yeah. And fuck it. I might as well bring this up now since we've already gotten this far. So I was doing a little research on our friend uh, Sydney, who just quit her job, by the way. I have a clip about that. Mm -hmm. But uh, lo and behold, I found her on the UCB comedy website. That's right. She is a member of the Upright Citizens Brigade, of course, improv comedy at its worst. And she does a show coming up called The Sober Show. Improv comedy based on your drunk stories performed by sober improvisers. Featuring an all-sober cast, like in Recovery Sober, will perform improv based on drug stories. In the first part of the show, cast members will share drinking stories from their former life. Then we'll ask the audience for drunk stories of their own to inspire the sets. Sounds interactive. How fun. What a fun time.
1: I hate, no. the, I hate shit like this. Doesn't seem very fun at all. No, it seems like torturous. I
5: like the smiling frosty mug of beer as their uh, logo. Yeah,
0: I know. I, you, you show up there, you're like, "All right, we're I get one of those fun beer." Oh, it says non alcoholic. Yeah, it. It's letters. a point to it. <laughs> not, not, not a good
5: beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. he should be crying. <laughs> All those former alcoholics staring at that cartoon beer. Yeah, just wanting so draw drop. According to the
0: knowledge graph, now when you go to Google and you Google something. Oftentimes on the right-hand side, the knowledge graph shows up, and it pulls out some pertinent information, so you don't have to click anywhere and get the information that you need about that thing. So I Google Sydney Steinberg, and according to this, it says, Sydney is a writer and actor from San Diego. Her podcast, The Bedtime Podcast, is critically acclaimed and was most recently featured on Vulture. Let that that sink in. Critically acclaimed. Okay. So this is her complaining about... uh, About Denver and the restaurant experience.
7: One thing about Denver, I'll say, they had some non-alcoholic options for me wherever I went.
8: They did have a lot of good non-alcoholic options.
7: That being said, we went to one place. (laughs) Went to one restaurant that I found. It was two blocks from our hotel called City of City. It's a vegan vegetarian restaurant. It was two blocks from our hotel. We went there the first day. I thought, this is one of the best meals of my life. And I went back every day.
8: Okay.
0: Producer Chris's reaction to that was so perfect because, yes, not only is she sober, she's also a vegan. So this woman, she's like, I don't like Denver. It's not very fun. You're not very fun. Yeah. You're the problem in this scenario. Fun for her (laughs) is
1: the annoying voice.
5: Right. That's fun. Listening to me talk. Nope.
1: That's all she has. That's her vice. Nope. (laughs) What are good non-alcoholic options? Like water? Coke? Yeah, right. Pepsi? Sprite?
0: Drugs. No, uh, drugs. <laughs> I know drugs trying to figure that out too. Just like, can you believe they actually do serve drinks that don't have alcohol? And I'm like, well, yeah, I may
5: mean, have heard about it.
0: <laughs> I believe that to be true. <laughs> An older producer told me, <laughs> okay. So, this segment right here is like talking to your annoying friends when they first get back from Denver. And they explain what their trip was like. This should not be a show. This is a conversation. I bet they've already had this conversation. And then they're like, "All right, let's turn on the cameras. Let's let's do that again." Yeah,
8: stop. Talking. I think we Denver's should... a good has good food, but I do. I was very thrown back. Is that the right word? No.
7: I was very thrown back. Sure. I was
8: I was very not into the city itself. Except when we w- got dropped off at the train station, that area was kind of cute. It wasn't. No, that area was kind of nice, that side of the city. But where we were was very, like, industrial, and, like, there was just a lot of, like, empty lots, and it's very spread out, and it just feels like a city that's still growing. Like, it hasn't found its, I don't know, city center? feels like a city that doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah.
7: So it's just being boring.
9: Boom! Hot take!
5: You're being boring. Yeah, the balls on this
0: lady as uh, our buddy Kroge always says to uh, his kids who complain about being bored. It's like, no, 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 you're not bored. You're boring. If you can't find shit to do in Denver, I don't know what to tell you. There's shit to do there. Promise you that. So, 100%. so they're with uh, friends and they want to go to a sports bar, watch football. They want to do different things. And of course, Sid here is not having any of that. So she goes off on her own and does her own thing. And they talk about—they're complaining about what people are
1: wearing and the clothing and the clothing. Did you watch this episode, Tukey? I did. I, I listened to a whole thing coming home from Casa Bonita in Denver. <laughs> we'll talk about that. And, but yes, I did. Uh, I did listen to this, and uh, I actually thought this was a lesbian couple up until about this point. <laughs> <laughs> I realized Noah was actually a man and I didn't want to like Noah, but I started liking Noah at this point because yeah, I don't understand. I I, I didn't get her whole um, what they were wearing thing, but yeah, he seems to start to get very annoyed with her at times. Yeah. Who cares what the people in the city are
0: wearing? What kind of observation is that gives a shit? Yeah. If, if
5: you're still in the States, that's not experiencing a city. Right. That's a good point. So, now, of course,
0: because they're entertainers, first and foremost. I oh, know man. it looks like, thank you for reminding me, they're, <laughs> they're bored out of their minds, <laughs> and that we should be too. But no, 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 no. They got one final take on Denver, and there's going to be some singing. Oh. This
7: is my final take Denver, not a girl town. Denver's for the boys.
8: Denver's for the boys. Denver's for the boys. Denver's for the boys. I'm
7: going to Denver now with my fiance. It's a special trip for him. And I've just got to say, Denver's for the
10: boys.
8: God, your voice is terrible. I tried.
0: At least he's saying what we're all thinking. So that's helpful.
5: Yeah, but he joined in with singing. So he gets he started points detu- deducted. He for fucking that, yeah. started it, and he knows what's going to happen when he starts singing. Your boy Noah there, Tukey. <laughs> yeah, your buddy Noah.
1: <laughs> oh, I really hope you clipped his pet name for her. Oh, I don't think I have that. What was it? Cunt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your name for her. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> did he called really? her cunt. <laughs> well. It makes sense because she's really annoying. She's very difficult. She's like centering John. She's difficult. Um, She's very picky about the food that she eats.
7: I just don't eat out that much because I think most food is mediocre. So like, yeah, traveling is fucking annoying because I want to eat good food.
0: You're limiting the chef to two of the four food groups. And then you're going, I mean, this food's just not very good. Well, (laughs) it's kind of on you at that point. I mean, I realize there's other proteins besides meat, but you get my point You're You're taking on a lot of
1: good ingredients out of these dishes that would make it delicious. Grocery stores like just go buy a carrot. Like, all <laughs> Carrots taste the same pretty much.
0: Well, and I didn't pull this clip, but she goes on and on about this food. She got at the airport that oh, was yeah. just a bunch of vegetables in a bowl. And she's like, that was Garbonzo. great. Yeah, like, I, would eat, I would eat that all fucking day. And I'm like, OK, so you're not that picky. Yeah, and you
1: can
5: eat that all day, actually.
1: You can. It's everywhere. It's very easy. Uh, it's everywhere. I'm almost 100% sure that Garbanzo's place she was talking about is a chain. So she could get that anywhere. Okay.
0: But that was the one takeaway she had was the mm-hmm. one vegan restaurant they went to in Denver and then the place at the airport were the two places that were, were good food, in in her opinion, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. So this vegan. is reassessing her behavior in Denver because, as you heard, she was a bit of a problem. Everyone wanted to do stuff. She doesn't want to watch football. She doesn't want to sit at a sports bar. She doesn't want to
5: do anything. I got to go over here and improvise.
8: <laughs> yeah. People who go with the flow all the time or people pleasers. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's always a bad thing, but I think like if you're going to go to a bar and not have a good time or or more importantly go be like overdrained. I mean, like it was a lot of of time with a lot of big it was groups so of people much talking. So it's a lot of talking. So I, I, and I was tired too. I, I get you being like, let me take the afternoon. Cause we went there for a wedding. Let me take the afternoon to just kind of like do my thing, kind of get centered. So I can be, you know, more outspoken and, you know, cheery to, you know, at a we- at the wedding.
0: Yeah. All right. You guys are ruining my show. Now this is a conversation you have on the way home. Right, This couple could have this conversation on the plane, talk about this, but no, they have to come back home and then have this conversation. And not for nothing, thankfully nobody watches the show, but she's talking about how put out she was by going to her friend's wedding.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's kind of a a
0: dick move, a little bit. I I can imagine them when they write the thank you card, sorry you had to put up with us, Sid. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Their
5: viewership just went down by two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: She is though. So she's a pain in the ass, and yes. everything comes down to, will I have a vegan option where we're going? Yep, and that's my vegan next clip. That's my yes. next
0: clip. She talks about, will there be a vegan option at the wedding? And this is uh, obviously the most important thing to her.
8: I didn't say there were vegan options. I said, this is what I found out is going to be there. Do you think you can find something?
7: Yeah, he said pasta and tamales.
8: And you said yes.
7: Yeah, but... I assumed he had asked if there was a vegan option um, and then, because that's what I asked him to ask.
8: I just felt weird kind of getting specific with my friend about what exactly was at the wedding. I just didn't want to put our shit onto him. But it's not putting our shit onto him. I was happy to eat before. Like, I have no problem doing that. I know, but I just think when you're planning a wedding, I'm sure <laughs> you're like... You just don't want to hear about other people's like fucking problems. Just okay. punch her! But, that being said, <laughs> so we get with there, her. to the wedding. There's no vegan option.
5: Oh, I oh, good. Uh, first of all, she said I was happy to eat before. She's not happy to do anything. No! She's she miserable. keeps looking at the camera like she's Kate McKinnon. She, mm, that's who she thinks she is. Good call. She's pausing for laughter after right. everything. Yeah, waiting yeah, for someone yeah. to break.
0: The dead stare. Oh, oh, fuck you, lady. God. See what I deal with? Huh? yeah mm-hmm. actually i bet tookie could do that let's see uh Tukey, can you do that move oh i just took him out <laughs>
2: not what i meant to do
0: Wait. let's see let's see that look nailed it <laughs> yeah tookie has <laughs> got so many different expressions it's really impressive um so then after that it turns out she ordered postmates had it delivered to the wedding and ate outside
5: so yes. she goes out of her way to be a cunt everywhere. A- ate
0: her vegan yes. sushi outside and explained how amazing it was.
5: Yeah, wearing that veganism as a badge. Yep, I've seen she's this many the planet. many times. She
0: literally says she's saving the planet,
5: mm-hmm. as if Any animals animal? don't eat
0: other animals. Is it that? No. Is it the natural order of things? People are so fucking stupid. It's so self righteous. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so obnoxious. And, and like the worst vegan, like vegan food. She got vegan sushi. Yeah, which is. <laughs> Like avocado wrapped in seaweed and rice, correct again, why not just go to the supermarket and get some vegetables? Yeah, that's all you eat. All right, let's get off the vegan thing, okay, let's find out. So
0: Sydney just quit her job. Let's find out what she was doing.
7: you know i can't I can't do customer service anymore. it's just it's gonna it's gonna give me a heart attack, and I'm gonna die young from it.
1: She was in customer service. That's what they call stand-up comedy now? (laughs) No, I can't imagine that a company looked at
0: her and went, I want you to be the front line for our customers. Why? She's an asshole. She sucks. Why would you do that to your company? So this is her explaining why she quit her job. Oh, wait. She's in customer service at the DMV. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Good point. (laughs) This is uh, why she quit her job. And
7: also the thing about jobs like that is I feel like I'm being productive when I'm at work because I'm making money. So then I don't feel like I have to be productive on my days off. I'm like, I just have to rest, which when you're an artist, that's not good because you, you're not being productive when you're at your day job. You're just like, you know, feeding the beast. That is your landlord's pockets, but you got to, you got to do all your shit on your days off. And that's just, I'm too tired.
0: So enraging. Ugh. Comedians, everyone. Oh, my God. Could, could you imagine? So she's so tired from working yesterday yeah. that she can't mm-hmm. do anything today. I can't even comprehend what she's saying. But she has the energy to bitch about it. When I have a day off from my job, I do all the things I want to do. Yeah. It's amazing. The idea that she's like, well, I worked yesterday, so I have to lay in bed all day today. Well, no, that's called depression. That's clinical depression is what you're describing. Fucking get up and do something. Get motivated. They're
1: literally doing the podcast from their bed. (laughs) Yes. Good point.
0: Why why did I think anything differently about this? But I think Tukey understands this. I started this podcast as a hobby on the weekends, working a Mm full-time job. Tukey's fucking getting up early, what, five in the morning on Wednesdays to do a podcast before work?
1: Yes, Tukey's very stupid, but Tuki also <laughs> enjoys it. And uh, yes, but you have to, you know, know your priorities and I still have to go to work. Sucks. I cannot be
0: married to someone like this. Someone who complains like this. Well, I work five days a week. You expect me to mm-hmm. be able to work on my comedy? Yeah. I would mm-hmm. expect you to do that when you're not working on the days that you work. And as long as you want to on the days that you're not working. It's mm-hmm. really not that difficult.
1: We're dying breed, Carl.
0: I guess so. What the fuck? So we've heard enough of her complaining. Let's get into Noah complaining now. Okay, the writer's strike is over, and Noah is a comedy writer, and he's got multiple jobs. And this is him bitching because, like, right now, you know, we're about to. It's
8: getting late at night, and and I have about two three two hours of work to do. It's brutal, and I'm I'm tired. I can't do it tonight. So what then? I'm going to wait. You know, our our room starts at 10. So I'm going to get up at 630. Yeah. And work from seven to nine. It's oh. that sucks. Yeah, it does suck.
0: <laughs> His writing room starts at 10 a.m. He's like, Jesus Christ. How do you find the time to do this stuff? Holy shit. <laughs> what an
1: asshole. Yes. You just put it into perspective that took yes. I can get up. <laughs> At 4 o'clock in the morning, and then his day after his real job won't end until about 4.30 at Omo. I don't know if Tukey Soup's going to be on every Wednesday. Yeah, it. I know! <laughs> and this guy's bitching about having to get up to work from 7 to 9 <laughs> and then going to work at 10. Holy shit. What uh, do we know? Uh, I mean, I... I'm like you. Yeah, he said two hours. So it has to be because I was going to say, is he saying maybe seven in the morning to nine at night? No, no, (laughs) definitely not. Not He's got to he's got to write a couple of scenes for a
0: show, which I don't know, it's probably fun. (laughs) I would imagine if you're writing comedy for a living, it's a lot better than dealing with spreadsheets and accounting all day.
5: I would imagine. I would look forward to only two hours of prep. Yeah, right. Be a nice little exercise. (laughs) No shit. Uh, and then the, the complaining doesn't stop there.
0: This poor this poor guy. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, America, Americans, we pick ourselves up by the bootstraps. We work hard. We mm-hmm. built this country. We're mm-hmm. one of the youngest countries and also one of the best countries in the world. is because of the work ethic that we have and the fact that we're able to grind through and do the jobs people don't want to do. I think what's also bums me out is like
8: when you look at a computer all day for fucking eight hours and then you have to go home and look at a computer again. And And I just think like, what, what is, what is this life that I'm, what am I going towards? Like, what, what am I, what's, why am I doing this?
0: He's having an we existential
5: know. crisis yeah. on the show. I think right he, now. I know what he's going towards and because he keeps doing this, it yeah. like
0: suicide. <laughs> yeah. Unaliving himself. No, no, he's fine. He's he's gonna he's gonna figure it out, I'm sure. I just think because his wife was bitching about Denver for thirty minutes straight, he's like Well, you know, I have things in my life, too. Let me (laughs) me take the wheel for a second. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Great comedy show, idiots. They live in Gaza, right? (laughs) Right. I know. The way they're talking, you would think that there are bombs going off. They're hostages. (laughs) (laughs) They're in a cave somewhere.
5: And her complaints might get a little more mileage with me if she didn't deliver them in that way. Yeah. That vocal, fry baby talk way. Yep. She's Mm -hmm. barely, barely talking.
0: Oh, well, thankfully, Noah finally realizes that she is high maintenance uh-huh. and she is probably the problem i this weekend, I felt
8: like oh I was like, oh wow, my wife is high maintenance mm-hmm. and in some ways you are, but in a lot of ways, you
0: aren't
7: yeah, I'm not high maintenance
0: <laughs> yeah, let me help you out with that i'm not yeah, no, no you are <laughs> you are high maintenance. You ordered postmates to the wedding and ate outside.
5: I wish this was the bedtime divorce podcast.
0: have you ever been to a wedding everybody eats at the tables together that's a big part of the wedding
5: people don't just take their food to go all right the food's ready cool i'll be uh, over here chowing down see you guys yeah that's beyond negative attention that's highly rude yes and right. your food probably sucked
1: i'm sure it did <laughs> it'd probably be better to tell everyone hey i have to go take a giant dump right <laughs> that's why i'm gonna be gone hey guys i have a coke
0: problem so i'll be in the bathroom for the next 30 40 minutes but go ahead and eat don't wait for me
1: i'm good everything ever no it's the food here sucks so i ordered postmates and i'm gonna stuff my face <laughs> on some <laughs> stairs outside and i'm sure there were tears too
0: <laughs> I, I can't imagine there weren't also tears
5: i can't believe I figured she was fully committed to going, mm, it's
0: delicious. <laughs> yeah, it could be that, too, because she was it's crowing so about good. it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's infuriating, though, like how veganism has to be her personality. Right, yes. Like Chad with hats. <laughs> yes, correct. Like Chad had the Argyle
0: sweater. That's he was Argyle sweater guy. And then he was sneaker guy. And yeah. Noah is a retard. And I'm going to prove it with this clip. Right here. I think you'll see what I'm talking about.
8: It's like when you're working a lot, you don't have money. You, you ha- you're you making money, but you don't have any time to use the money. Yeah. When you're not working, you have a lot of time, but you don't have any money. Yeah. You spend, you've spent all the money.
0: Uh-oh. Retard
9: alert. <laughs> <laughs> retard alert,
0: class. Jesus Christ. Noah. <laughs> what are these observations he's making? These are grown adults in Hollywood and show business. Having these conversations right now.
1: This is our future. Ugh, this Fantastic. this is our
0: this is our present, unfortunately. <laughs> true. This is what's happening right now. All right. So then there's a newer episode. They have a guest on the show. They have a hey guys, get ready for some hilarious jokes. It's a threesome because <laughs> <laughs> all three are in bed. So Whoa. that's that's pretty great. And this is going this is getting off to a good start. It's a bedtime.
8: It's bedtime baja. Podcast
7: we have a guest today
8: we have a guest today Our
7: first ever guest they have a guest today <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good stuff. yeah well, at least you bring some energy to the the bad I guess I'll, I'll give her that but uh yeah any if you start off your show singing, mm-hmm. stop it stop not not stop singing stop doing a show Just you you shouldn't be doing a show anymore it's it's over. please never do that. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing everybody. So they start talking about in this episode. Apparently, for the wedding they had, Sid and Noah, Sid bought a dress that was 50 years old. She went to the store and purchased this dress. And now Noah's <laughs> gonna take that premise and run with it mm-hmm. for some sweet, sweet improv.
8: <laughs> the person who sold Sid that dress took the box out and put it on like the cat the cash register and blew. Dust off the box. No.
7: You're
9: thinking like, wow. it's like Casper like yeah. flew out.
8: Distress box. This box has never been opened. This is the first box. The last woman who wore it died a horrible
0: death.
7: Um, You want to hear something crazy about my mom?
0: <laughs> That's a perfect response to that bit. All right. So moving on. Um, I'll tell you guys a, a quick anecdote. Holy shit, Noah.
1: I heard he stole those jokes from Legion of Skanks.
0: <laughs> you think so? You think it's pretty edgy? <laughs> Yes. He even looks embarrassed right here. He's like, oh, fuck. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Also, I want to point out, because this guest comes out, I wasn't sure if this is really their bed or not, mm-hmm. because there's no bed frame or anything. So mm-hmm. this one points out that it actually is their bed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of depressing.
5: I mean, Ew. you could have gotten away with it just propping some pillows up anyway. Yeah, right. It doesn't right. have that, to be. Your... That's what I
0: was kind of yeah, thinking. Yeah, that's what gross. it looks like. It's just a blank wall behind them they're leading up against. I bet it's on the
1: floor. Yeah. no bed frame oh yeah cute style probably right is that his mother-in-law <laughs> no <is> that lady <laughs> she's a
0: friend of theirs i think she's oh. also in the uh, show business
1: oh she's a comedian oh like yeah ray
0: couldn't you tell her improv skills when she started singing with them sure <laughs> she's a comedian like ray devito <laughs> <Comedian>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that we got a lot of news on that front I, I mentioned it on Wednesday. They had the uh, the roast on MLC, and mm-hmm. I have some clips of Chad coping Yay. with his loss, and uh, we got some, some news about Ray since uh, the last time I reported on it, so there's much to discuss on that front, but first, I want to show you why these two adults, Noah and Sid, are so hateable. I fucking can't stand people like this.
7: Halloween is my favorite day of the year. October is my favorite season. I live and die for Halloween. Really?
0: Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. It makes nothing but sense These are children I have to stare at a computer screen And then when I work I have money but I don't have time to spend it And then I don't work and then I don't have any money to spend <laughs> I have to get up early Get my work done <laughs> Fucking children Then
5: I do a show in my jammies Then I do my show
0: in my jammies With my best gal And she loves Halloween and we dress up
5: So she's clearly depressed And has some other <laughs> shit going on yeah. What's his deal? <laughs> what is it's he his just deal. retarded?
1: He might be. Okay. It's yeah. surprising that they're married.
5: Yeah. That's why I'm trying to figure like, out what his deal is. Yeah. I
9: don't know.
0: Hmm. What do you think the dynamic is there, Tukey?
1: I don't know, but I really wish I clipped the uh, part where he did say, My wife is a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that,
0: sir. Yeah.
5: Good like Christmas.
0: All right. Well, I have just one more clip, thankfully, and then we'll move on with our lives. But this is what I was talking about to start the show. The couples therapy aspect of this. This is just the two of them talking about what annoys each other. I don't need to hear this on a show. This is a topic we wanted to
7: talk about, which is that Noah loses like fucking everything, but what, and, and it really annoys me, but I don't lose anything, but something I do that annoys Your Noah. Temper. <laughs> Not my temper.
10: <laughs>
7: he has more of a temper than me. No. Yes. Sid. Yes. Sid yes Sid we'll get to that
9: (laughs) Um, here she's avoiding
7: (laughs) I'm but classic avoidant. but I I don't remember like any
8: conversations I've had so I think Mm, I'm so Mm.
7: ever so I'm so busy thinking about where all my stuff is all the time yeah 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 yeah. I can't be bothered to remember what you and I talked about last
8: week I mean Amy I do
7: you remember conversations
8: I remember everything so vividly like perfectly It is so frustrating because we'll have, like, a really important talk, making plans, like, things that I'm like, I am building my life, the next few days of my life, around this conversation.
0: Uh Uh-huh. 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 Listen, shut up for a second. This show needs an egg timer. Someone just be like, okay, now you stop talking.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we've established that no one watches this. Who is it for? Is it for them to get through marriage? Well, the problem mm-hmm. I have with this is that they
0: fancy themselves comics and writers and improv actors. Those and are all big problems. Yeah, these are all big problems when their show is this bad. Yeah. Because it's embarrassing. If they're trying to get work in show business, I wouldn't want this on YouTube. Not at all. <laughs> right. Like that'd be a detriment to me getting hired places.
5: Well, we've established that Noah hates working. Maybe he wants <laughs> to get fired from everything yeah. at once. <laughs> you might be right. So Sid quit her job because customer service is too hard yeah. and
0: I can't get he my work. Yeah, so she quits. quits.
1: It's draining. And
0: And, and poor, I don't know how long Noah's going to last at this job if he's got to get up before work even starts to do some work. His job His he- marriage. How long is he going to last in his marriage? These two are doomed. Yeah, the marriage seems like a lot of work, too, which is probably why they're so exhausted all the time.
5: Mm-hmm. And stay in bed.
0: God, if I were Noah, I'd have a drinking problem. In fact, if I were me, I'd have a drinking problem. So I guess that makes sense. Guys, let's move on. It is time for our Cringe of the Week. Cringe of
10: the
11: Week.
0: week. This one coming in from our boy, Nick Tucker, who's been sending in some great Cringe of the Weeks. This is Kirk Minahan show. And this is, you're going to hear blind Mike on here. Blind Mike's down there twice a week. Kirk Minahan's producer is inept at pulling clips, causing Kirk to lose
3: his shit and smash a TV. Let's listen.
0: 30, he's did you, he's did literally off. Did you, off you
3: isolate Mike 30 Park, second Park, yeah. sound of it anytime, Gus? Yes, yes, no? yes. it's the Packers. Mike. Well, why are you jumping? Why are you fast? Pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. <laughs> because did I have, you isolate any 30 second clips? Yes. I, um, then why are you fast forwarding around the video? Because that's what I, I pulled it from. So that way there's the visual, visual side of it. Why don't you, what? I don't care. I don't give a fuck about the fucking visual side of it. I don't care. I don't care about the stupid fucking TV at all. The TV means nothing to me. Oh, nothing boy. to me. Nothing. It's a fucking podcast. Well, there goes that TV. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't care. I don't care if the people watching YouTube can fucking see anything. It's a fucking podcast. Get the 30 second fucking clip. Do you have it? right here what, what is it what is it what this is, is, it? This what is, is it? it what is 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 it it's you and rico but why did you have it before
8: because i went to the wrong time slot
3: you, you know you're fast forwarding through the fucking goddamn thing this is the middle of the forget it forget it forget it forget it forget it i don't care so Quiggs is done and megan making money's on our team now great what's next oh i'm there you- what's if you play that sound i'll fucking go I'll cut your fucking head off
0: you know what this makes me realize I'm way too nice as the host of this show to producer Chris. I never
5: fly off the handle of you, and I need to do that way more often. Well, you don't depend on me to play anything, so thank God. Thank God! Because motherfucker, if I did! Yeah, whether you deserve
0: it or not, I'm just going to start going off on you. <laughs> I'm a blind Mike. He sounds like the, the little kid whose parents are fighting. He's like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> He's really upset.
5: <laughs> just say you're sorry. Dinner's good. <laughs> yeah. I love you both. I just want (laughs) to let you guys know. Please stay together. (laughs) He started singing and dancing a little.
0: Hey. All right. You know, if you do go to work and your boss acts like that, it might drive you to drink. Mm -hmm. And when you do overindulge, (laughs) reach for Banana Bag and go to Bananabag.org. Use the promo code WATP. Get 25% off. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm starting to drink them just for fun now. (laughs) I'm mad with power. I can't be stopped. I enjoy banana bag. Active ingredients include sodium, B-complex, potassium. Shit is bananas. Vitamin C, chloride, and dextrose. It's pharmacist-formulated. Producer Chris, you've had a sample or two of banana bag.
5: And I wanted to say, not only did it work, but there's none of that jittery energy drink. Uh, nonsense oh, that comes with it it's correct clean as a whistle Yeah, it's not, it's not caffeinated correct
0: but the b vitamins do give you uh, energy mm-hmm. banana bag oral solution is specifically designed for alleviating fatigue and dehydration and creating versatility in efficiently transferring water electrolytes and vitamins into the bloodstream using the science of oral hydration <laughs> the science of oral hydration <laughs> sounds important Swallowing? <laughs> Dr- drinking fluids. You know, that's science.
5: I studied mm-hmm. that in school for a semester. Yeah. I think Lucy has a degree in it. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Hack a <laughs> how,
0: how dare you hack a hacker, producer Chris Dookie? You haven't heard that yet, Dookie.
1: Well, Anytime but, someone makes a joke. Bananabag.org
0: slash WATP will automatically give you the promo code. Or if you just go to bananabag.org. Use the promo code WATP for 25% off your purchase. Of course, it is available on Amazon.com. If you're one of those people that has to buy everything off Amazon, oh, they got all my information with Amazon. I'll just buy it off Amazon. <laughs> then, fine, buy it off Amazon if <laughs> you have to do that. But I prefer you go to bananabag.org, use the promo code WATP because Banana Bag is a fantastic sponsor and supporter of this very show, Who Are These Podcasts? I mentioned that we have. The new song parody contest, the holiday song parody contest. The first submission was fantastic. I think it was Ben Hilton who sent that in. Am I remembering that right? I could look it up in my notes if I wanted to. If I needed to. Yes, Ben Hilton. So this one comes in from General GK. Now, I'm going to warn the song parody haters out there. I know there's two or three of you. This is a long one. However... However, <laughs> Tuki, settle Whoa. in, get a comfortable pillow to sit on. Settle in. He is a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pillow. Do you ever get dehydrated, <laughs> Tuki? Uh, he does have a pillow. <laughs> Do you get dehydrated, Tuki?
1: Oh well, yeah, all the time. I live up in the Rocky Mountains, That's right? I'm hydrated all the time.
0: That's right. That was we were talking about it before. I don't know if it was on the show or before we started. That when producer Chris and I were, oh, it was, it was on the show when we were in Denver. Because of the lack of oxygen, those hangovers, wow. Whoppers. <laughs> Holy shit. And people warn you about it too. They go, yeah, no, yeah. You, you don't want to drink too much up
5: here. I heeded their warnings and drank tons and tons of fucking water. Yep. And it didn't matter. Yeah, I really could have used banana bags. <laughs> yes. That shit was banana bags <laughs> out there in Denver.
0: All right, getting back to our holiday song parody contest. This one coming in from General GK. You're a drunk one, centering John. <laughs>
6: Mean one stuttering John You really are a prick You're despised by all your children your only friends are at Pickwick Stuttering John You're a bitter dabbler with a shriveled black heart <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not funny, Stuttering John. Your jokes just plainly suck. <laughs> You're the world's third worst comedian after Datfan and Zumak. Stuttering John. You haven't made anyone laugh since Jackie Marley stopped writing your jokes. <laughs> You're repulsive, Stuttering John. Your condo smells like shit Your disgusting odor's so bad It makes your roach roommates vomit Stuttering John Given the choice between living with you and suicide I'd say Kumia where's your gun You're a boozer Stuttering John Your liver Soon to burst You bought the president Of course his first three mansions With your thirst (laughs) Stuttering John (laughs) The three words that best describe you Are as follows and I quote Drink Drink Drunk You're delusional Stuttering John Your head is up your ear. Your ego is so big Even blind Mike can see it clear Stuttering John Your brain is an empty, muddled, and confused mess Incapable of producing a coherent thought Much less speaking coherently You should run for president You're a loser Stuttering John You've tanked your whole career. Neither Howard or Jay Leno have returned your calls in years. Stuttering John, you're a narcissistic degenerate asshole. And you're so (laughs) ugly, you make Carl look (laughs) hot.
0: Wow. Now... Of course, the purpose of the song parody contest is to make a holiday album. That one's definitely making the album. Fantastic job. General GK, even one over empty daily yeah. in the uh chat with that one. So, and I also in uh discord, people realize that that was definitely not auto-tuned. That's correct. <laughs> they're, they're not doing the Mr. Magenta no fooling them. auto-tuning on that one, but, uh, Fantastic. And since we're talking about Stuttering John, let's talk about him. <laughs> I mentioned that yesterday we had the Point Dabble Point. It was on the Shuly Network's channel. If you want to go back and, and watch it. It was myself, Shuli. We had Casey Armstrong. Gonzo Shitcock had the invite, but didn't know what time it was, so he wasn't there. Uh, but then uh, we had Bobby from uh, Replayables show up, and also Bob Levy was there for a while. So we had a lot to talk about. But really, the guy who brought it was Casey Armstrong. Much like the week before, Joey C comes on and drops a bombshell about Legal Shield for thirty bucks a month. I was like, wow. You bring in these people, have uh, some insider knowledge, and this gets a lot of fun. Well, Casey Armstrong, he, I guess John's been outing, I don't know if the right word for it is, but he's been implying or saying that Casey has an STD, which is pissing off Casey quite a bit. So Casey was messaging with uh, someone who John knows, a female that John likes to brag about getting a blowjob from, because he's a classy guy, he's a class act. That's centering John. And you know, it's funny because when John was talking about how my ex-girlfriends were talking to him, he was going to get some dirt on me. He might've created this. He might, he might've brought this into his world by acting like he could do something like that because now it seems like it might be happening to him. This is a, a pretty crazy allegation. We don't know the truth. We don't know the facts. This is all Alleged. But this is what uh, Casey is reading off of his phone from this woman directly.
4: All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I said, uh, hey, I'm going to be on YouTube uh, if you want to see. The show is uh, it's with Julie, and we're just uh, talking about that douche, John. And she says, good fucker. I told you what happened. He was wasted and almost raped me. Whoa. He was Wait, the drunkest what? I had ever seen him. <laughs> And you you can believe this girl. Trust me. This girl is not going to lie. Okay. Wow. Any of this. I'm not going to name her name. Uh, But if you know the person, you know the person. It's the only one we have in common. How long ago was this? What time frame are we talking about? Two seconds ago. Oh, no, no. no, I'm talking about when this occurred. <laughs> quick. He, went after, he went after Gino. He tackled him on the floor. Go. Ahead. Oh, that's
12: what we're talking about, John. Okay, we're talking
4: about,
13: mean...
8: yeah. Welcome to Point, yeah, yeah. Double Point, Bob. Good morning. No,
5: no, no, but I didn't know this was breaking news. I didn't know it was going to be about yeah. him. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, you G- got to hear the me, man. I, 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 it couldn't happen at a better time. And wow. I'm so glad because this girl, she should not, her name should not be. Yeah drug through the the Send month. her the link! Because she <laughs> never <to> she,
2: <laughs>
1: no, she, she won't. So, <laughs> That's why he's the uh, best. she be on WETP tomorrow!
4: <laughs> so, so listen to this, guys. You're going to love this. Um, he was the drunkest I had ever seen him. I said, since you are so drunk, you can sleep in the bathtub. He got shit all over the sheets because he can't or won't wipe his asshole. Oh, wants- allegedly this is all allegedly by the way
0: okay i'm gonna pause it it's <laughs> more to go here but people are already calling john the sheet shitter <laughs> he, he got so drunk he didn't wipe his ass and it got shit over the
1: sheets <laughs> what's worse actually shitting the bed or having shit on your bed because you didn't wipe your ass good enough. I would say it's a draw, right? I mean, that's a tie yeah. at that point. When, as, nice.
0: However shit gets into your bed, that's a problem. I don't care how much of it there is or how it got there. Jesus, John. What's
1: wrong Rolling with you? The bed
0: I mean, honestly, if this was the first story you heard in an AA meeting, you'd go, yeah, I'm not going to drink anymore. I don't need to keep coming to these things. I, I get it. <laughs> he has helped out so many people. He it really has. Yes. Thank you, John. Doing a service to mankind.
4: Uh, yeah, this is allegedly, but it's from the person who was there. But right. uh, well, we have to say, just to cover our to ass, it, this yeah. is alleged. Of course, of course you do, right? Uh, who, who knows? Maybe I could be getting trolled for the past whatever. Sounds year. believable so far. Keep going. All right, now listen, yeah. listen. He goes, uh, he got shit all over the sheets. Um, uh let, let, let's see uh
0: i gotta say real quick Cole says uh john was traumatized by being anywhere near a bathtub
5: yeah he's like sleep in the tub fuck you i will destroy your bed what's a tub yeah. is that where you hold the beers <laughs> yeah. yeah is it filled
0: with ice like my tub right, right. Yeah,
4: right. you want me to sleep in the cooler <laughs> uh... Ew. yeah you got... okay He got shit all over the sheets because he can't or won't wipe his asshole. He wants to fuck with me. Uh, I never blew him. He tried to kiss me, and and I was drunk. That's it. He passed. Hold on. Hold
0: on a second. I I don't want to tell me if I'm wrong about this. Robin Quivers? (laughs) (laughs) Dominic Barbara. Is it
4: Dominic? (laughs) No, we don't have to say the name, but you know. No, who it is. I know. All right, um, we know who it is. Yeah, we so, know who it is. Wow. So, um, he tried to kiss her, but he's going around telling everybody that she blew him. They slept naked. That never happened. Um, wow, what a piece of garbage! I
13: mean, really, who does that? So he passed wow.
4: out in the bathtub in the hotel room, right? I had shit marks all over my sheets, and he. Uh, Let me see. And she's just writing me more. Uh, It was disgusting. Uh, Ask him about that. He tries relentlessly to hook up. I kept making excuses, and he was a drunk mess. Julie Slater saw how bad he was. Um, It it was stupid of me to try and get him uh, sober before he could drive home. Wow.
0: Wow. Now, of course... This is all alleged. We don't know any of the facts. We're not even giving out names at this point. But what a story that is that John has to now uh, I I don't know how he's gonna defend this. Have you heard anything, Tukey? Has he already addressed this yet? Uh he's been
1: making allegations on his Twitter about lawsuits coming down the pike. Of
0: course. Yeah. Uh, more, that's part for the course. I mean, anything real going on or
1: the name Julie Slater. That yeah. was a DJ at K Rock, correct? So this happened during. Well, so I asked well, that John specifically. Of at, course,
0: I, you got to love KC Armstrong. Like, well, when yeah. did this happen? Two minutes Two ago? Seconds, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think KC knows the timeline. Well, because that would imply that this happened when John was married. Correct,
0: because KC said, I think. 12 to 15 years ago? Yeah, no. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. Now, Tukey, this could happen after he left Howard. Very possible. But, Possibly. But you would think he's still in New York because that's where Julie Slater is. That name didn't mm-hmm. get brought up. If yeah. that's the case, John was definitely married, or at least if this was pre-marriage. I can't imagine it's that long ago, though. That can't be the
1: case. Possibly. that is. That's a possibility. That was before is marriage but yes i heard the name julie slater and then i remember you asked kc when do you think this happened he was like oh yeah i think like 12 years ago and i was like no that does not make sense no it does not make sense 12 years
0: ago would have been he's still on the tonight show his movie had come out Mm -hmm.
1: it had been like 2010 2011 i guess
0: you know john tells that story it's in his book where he was banging some chick and he's all drunk And he takes a break and pees in her bathroom. Pees all over the floor. I wonder if that's his cope for what really happened. Shitting the bed (laughs) or taking a shit in the toilet, not wiping your ass and then rubbing it all over the sheets. He's probably, you know, he probably got that itchy asshole thing going on where he's just grabbing those (laughs) sheets and just cramming them up there. (laughs) Uh,
1: Let me take care of this. (laughs) Oh,
0: God oh my god what a nightmare and and the fact that John's like and I even called it at the time when John goes oh I'm in touch with some of his ex-girlfriends he better be careful I don't have stories like this that are going to come out but (laughs) John does that's why he was thinking that was going to scare me like oh no I hope they
1: don't find out I shit the bed (laughs) what an asshole he's all (laughs) full circle all the shit wear stuff and all that stuff is all coming full circle oh man I I know.
0: And I even said this on point dabble point. I hate repeating myself. I really try hard not to repeat myself. And you would think we've been covering John for five years. You would think that, okay, it must be getting repetitive. It's not. He just keeps doing new crazy shit. New shit keeps coming out about him. (laughs) He's a despicable human being and it's a lot of fun for the rest of us, fortunately. But, but I will say the, uh, the attempted rape thing is not fun or funny at all. And no. uh, she did go on to describe it as like a peppy Le Pew kind of thing where he was just being aggressive and really trying. And she was kind of fighting him off. And uh, I could picture that as well, unfortunately. But uh,
2: wow. I, I know I'm drunk, but this pill can only last so long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sober up a
0: time. We, I can just do this. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta do this thing. <laughs> I got to take a shit, but I also want to fuck. Ah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what else John's up to this week. I just got a few
5: clips and things. It's hard to follow that.
0: I know. I, I want to get that out of the way. I do have a few fun things <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way to discuss. And uh, this one comes from Dabblers Anonymous. It was posted by Joe Namath, NYJ and uh, this is from his Thursday show and John explaining that uh, people should be giving negative reviews to the comedy at the Carlson, the club that he's still booked to perform at on, Sunday, March 10th CenteringJohnLive.com
2: Michael Diana, thanks for the five bucks John, I hammered the comedy at the Carlson trip advisor page for letting that act show go on the night before you, F them good, good and you should you should They're treating me like I'm some fucking low-class citizen. Like I haven't paid my dues in this business. Fucking hell. I've been on the two biggest shows in the history of radio and television and this fucking comedy club. (laughs) is They got a guy working there trashing me and taunting me.
0: You fucking kidding me? I hate to keep pointing this out because I'm a big Howard (laughs) Stern fan. It wasn't the number one radio show of all time. It's probably Rush Limbaugh. There's probably five or six conservative talk show hosts that had better ratings and more listeners than Howard Stern. Howard Stern was probably the biggest morning shock jock drive time show there was for quite some time. But anyway, I guess that's neither here nor there. Yeah, let's just
5: give him that one. Yeah, Uh, What are bad reviews going to do for him? Oh, yeah. no, I mean, given the He just wants revenge. He just
0: always wants revenge on everything. And my problem with this, and I think the thing that Vinny said, and God, it was just this week, but it seems like forever ago now. So many things have happened since (laughs) then. But when Vinny came over to my house for our special bonus episode that we did in Prop 2, and he said, I would not allow John to come to my club and do his stand-up routine because he doesn't work at it. It's old, it's stale, he's not taking it seriously. I bring that up because, as I said, I saw Kevin Nealon last night. Kevin Nealon, when was he on SNL? The late 80s he started on SNL? Maybe the early 90s? So this is Mm -hmm. a guy who's been famous in comedy for all these decades, and he's still doing brand new material. He's still hilarious as ever. He's still killing it. His crowd work was fantastic. You watch this guy. He's like, this is a pro. This is a pro who's still working on his art, his craft. He's still taking it seriously. John, you're not that guy. You, you're you mm-hmm. not taking it seriously. You're not working on your set. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Bruce Jenner, for Christ's sake. When was the last time Bruce Jenner was a person? Yeah. <laughs> right. The, the, first, uh, the, the first commenter here is great. Such a short clip. But it's all there. Narcissism, rage, delusions of grandeur, uh, petty vengeance, living in the past, just beautiful. It, mm-hmm. re- it really does sum it all up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Such a piece of shit. It really would be like if Pete Rose was on yelling about how the Reds don't give him a chance to play anymore. then everyone <laughs> break boycott the Reds. <laughs> because, well,
0: yeah.
1: I'm a baseball player, damn it!
0: Right! Yeah, like that, that That time has come and gone. You you haven't been on the Howard Stern Show. There are people who are old enough to drink who weren't born yet when you were left the Howard Stern Show. That was so long ago, John. Get over it. Everyone else is over it except for you. All right. So this is a fun uh, package I have here. This is from the Thursday show. Yesterday, of course, he had Gino Bisconti on. I didn't watch a lot of it because I was doing point dabble point. But from what I heard, Gino made the show watchable. People, like, people who great. don't even like Gino are going, eh, it was actually pretty good, Gino and John mixing it up. And it looks like John's so desperate for friends. He had Alex Stein on this week. He had Gino Bisconti. These are people that he would normally, and has called lunatics and, you know, hates their politics and calls them all those sorts of names. And now that John has no friends in the Dabbleverse, he's just looking for anyone.
5: Did he pay Alex Stein the hundred bucks? Nope. <laughs> in
0: nope. fact, he said that, because Alex told him he didn't have to pay him. Because mm. John goes, well, no, we're friends again. He said I didn't have to pay him. John, I thought you wiped your ass a hundred bucks. You don't even wipe your ass. It yeah. Turns out, but I thought you wiped your ass a hundred bucks. Just pay the guy a hundred bucks, y'all. Give him two. Give him two hundred bucks because you get for interest. Yeah, there's an interest payment here. You've owed him for a while. The brains got knocked out weeks and weeks ago. Anyway, this is uh, this is great. And Drew Lane actually sent this to me because he was watching the show on Thursday, and he goes. You're going to love this, Carl. John gets himself all worked up and emotional over what an amazing father he was. So this goes on for a little while. i <laughs> are already laughing. Uh, this goes on acting. for a little while. But yeah, he gets himself all worked up. Uh-huh. But then he gets a super chat. And immediately is right back to calling people dumb fucks. It's so, it's so yeah. funny. Only John has this range. <laughs> yeah. It's actually almost impressive. Range. It's, almost, it's almost impressive in a way, the way he's able to pull
5: this up.
2: Okay. Savor the moment. Enjoy every day. Because my ex and I had a, you know, a mutual understanding how fast it goes and empty nesting It's not what it's cracked up to be. My youngest son is 17. He'll be 18 in January. And it's amazing. It seems like yesterday that we were building a go kart, that I was at his first soccer game coaching his baseball team.
0: We had a 12 and 3 record.
2: Go to my say, daughter's <laughs> place. First place. My oldest son's soccer <laughs> games and track. Go of the year. <laughs> Fly into Carolina because he made the top. You know, track team. <laughs>
14: <laughs> if you say so.
2: Vince, I'm just going to talk to you since you're the only one I know in this chat right now has children. Oh, he's the every He
14: Got doing things. It's so silly. Them.
2: Document him. Thank God that I was very, very careful. I took pictures all the time. And I have an, an end video. And I have those great memories to look back on. But save those moments.
0: You can't drink away photos. <laughs> as much as I try. Oh, shit, where are those photos <laughs> go?
2: <going? laughs> I spilled a beer on them. Back to my Mezzacard. <laughs> oh, he's crying. Hold on, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm having too much fun over here. DJ Q. Waves <laughs> To make money, but still had to Uber. LOL, liar. Oh, God. I did it for two weeks, you dumb fuck.
0: (laughs) Immediately brings him right back out of it. Right back into reality where every super chatter is goofing at him. Yeah. Even the ones he doesn't realize are goofing at him. So he goes through that very emotional rant that you just saw. Maybe rant's not the right word, but he's very emotional. What a great father he was. He was there for his kids. Took the photos. Took the videos. Did all the things. Participated in their lives. This wasn't about his kids. This was about him. That entire fucking thing was about him being an amazing father. And then he gets this super chat. It's hilarious.
2: Uh, my brown eye is tightly packed. Thanks for five bucks. This is very touching, John. I'm in tears. It is make me miss my son, Brian Don- Oh Man, he died in a car accident three years ago. And he had AIDS. Brandon, I think. He I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> really? uh, John, you Nobody wants to lose a child.
5: <laughs> what an adult. <That's> very sad. <laughs> he's, he's crying for Brandon now. Poor, poor kid. He had AIDS, died in a car accident. And his father's name was My Brown Eyes Tightly Back, Packed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For <laughs> oh, Brandon. For <laughs> Brandon. Of course, Brandon, Brandon is the name of the uh producer for the Drew and Mike show. So holy shit, he's so fucking stupid. John. You are so stupid. It's incredible. This is why. This is why you're the goat. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we. This is what we tuned in for right here. you stupid. He had AIDS. <laughs> <And he had, laughs> yeah. Way, can I play that again? The way he read that was so fucking funny. Because <laughs> I wonder if he, when he got to that part, he realized it was bullshit. He said, like, "Like keep it going." I'm pot committed. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Truly. yeah. Brandon, I think he meant. Oh, wait. I'm so far three years ago, and he had AIDS.
0: <laughs> I know you can't tell a joke, John, but you can recognize a joke, right? You fucking idiots. Uh... All right. So, as we know, I'm actually surprised uh, Cardiff isn't here yet. I would, I'd bring him on for this. But uh, John is now mad at Cardiff. Cardiff the potato has done nothing but try to help John nonstop. Even when the falling out with Vinny Cardiff went on the show this week and even said, John, I still want to help you with your show. We can still make this work. I want to help you with your at The Carlson show on March
2: 10th. Cardiff election. Oh, you dickhead. Hi. Hi, dickhead. Thanks for the 279. Gary and Sherry. Really? John tell better lies. Oh yeah. Really? You don't think it's true. You dumb fucking potato. I can say your name right now. You better fucking apologize for your fucking bullshit tweet. You don't apologize. Then you're dead to me. You've been watching Vinnie Paulino and his little buddy Snaggletooth trash me on a regular basis. Vinnie Paulino used to fucking light me up on Lady K's fucking show. Mm -hmm. Light me up. But I forgave him and fucking would work with him. So what does he do? (laughs) That's John's audio. He lights me up again.
0: His, His fucking notifications just go off throughout this episode. It's so frustrating. It's the loudest thing, too. Does he even have a microphone anymore? He used to at least have a microphone so. in front of him, and now he just...
1: Alex he Stein bought weird. him a microphone.
0: Yep. yep, That's right. Yeah, he did. And he owes Alex Stein 100 bucks, but Alex is the bigger man. He's ready to to move mm-hmm. on. So there's uh, some revisionist history there. The thing that John conveniently forgets is that he asked, or in the words of Vinnie Paulino, he begged for a gig at the comedy at the Carlson. And Vinnie finally said... Okay, let's figure out a way to make this work. And Vinny put a lot of effort into figuring out a way that he could market stuttering John to an audience that weren't all there to shoot spitballs at him.
5: Yeah, that's a challenge. (laughs) That's a
0: challenge. When Vinny tried to take this out, I was like, I don't know why you're doing this. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish, but I'm with you, man. Whatever you want to do, that's cool. And now John is claiming that, uh, you know, again, he's just the victim and everything happens to him. It's nothing. of it's
5: his fault. And the thing about everyone having to apologize to him is oh, fucking so pathetic. Stupid. So stupid. Doesn't make any sense.
0: All right. So John's going to explain how many friends he has in this clip.
2: S. Allen. Thanks for the five bucks. I have no friends. My wife and family left me. And I'm an alcoholic. I'm afraid. But I want to come out and just tell Shuly I want his hog. Thank you, Sheila Allen. <laughs> let's analyze. I have no friends. Oh god. I have I have too many friends. no oh. Plenty of friends.
1: Okay.
15: Oh.
2: In New York and out here in LA. Oh.
0: I don't know if he does. I don't think he does, Tukey. I don't think he does either. That was so sad. It was so sad. He's like, let's let's analyze oh this. John, if, if there's no truth to it, then just move on. And then he goes, Hold yes. on, let me debunk this one. First off, I have too many <laughs> friends.
1: Yes. You don't know them. (laughs) Yeah, they're all all across the country.
2: And that broad (laughs) did give me a (laughs) blowjob.
1: He's insane.
0: He's insane. When he was was talking to Cardiff and he was talking about how he goes to the pub every day and Cardiff goes, well, that's probably not great. And John goes, well, you don't understand. That's where all my friends are acting Mm -hmm. like he made friends outside of the world of drinking. And that's (laughs) where they all rendezvous. No,
5: that's -hmm. our club that we meet. Yeah, no.
0: John met all of his friends at Pickwick. They're also the day drinkers that hang out at Pickwick. They would be there with
5: or without him. Correct. They're not sitting there going, when the fuck is John going to get here? Maybe we should leave. (laughs) Don't tell that story yet. Wait for John to get here, okay? (laughs) Because I don't want to hear it twice.
1: John must have all these amazing fantasies about what all these people do when they're not at the the bar. Yeah. He says that, too.
0: He, he explains. He's like, there's accountants there and lawyers, yeah. and he, like he goes through as if cowboys like, and astronauts, <laughs> those important people drinking at at three p.m. in the valley. It makes sense. Story checks out, dude. He's literally befriended Vince the lawyer again. This has to be the fifth time since we've been covering this saga that Vince has become his friend again. And then it always turns to shit because Vince is trolling him. Don't, John, I'm just kidding. Stay friends with Vince. Vince is trolling him. So it always goes to shit. He always gets him to come out and be like, I can help you with this lawsuit. John's like, oh, yeah, I have a suit. John thinks he's going to fucking sue the commie at the Carlson.
1: Mm -hmm. But Vince really promised that this time he won't uh, turn his back on John. So I think it's okay, John. Well, you really, yeah, he sweared. You could take his word for it, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. So this next clip, and
0: again, I heard other people talking about this, but Drew Lane from the Drew and Mike show goes, Carl, you got to look at this. This is unbelievable. This is John talking about how generous of a guy he is and how he still cares about his ex-wife Susanna, the mother of his
2: children. And I would do anything she, put it this way. If I won Lotto, I swear to you, if I won the Powerball, Let's say I won $100 million. Look, let's say I cleared 100000000 million. <laughs> I'd give my ex probably like $5 million.
1: I would. Wow. Oh, do no. I
0: would. She's the mother of my children. So it's almost like he's already given her $5 million. That's the way John thinks. If he says he'll do something, it means he did it. 5%. $100 million. 5% he would give to his ex. That's very generous, John. Wow. Could you even spend $95 million if you're 58 years old and you have 18 months to live because of your alcoholism? Could you even spend $95 million? It's not that generous. It's not as generous as he thinks it is.
1: He is a very generous tipper. So yes, there is a possibility he could do that.
0: Yep. And you know what? Instead of giving two bucks per beer, I'll start giving 250 Mm -hmm. per beer at the Pickwick Pub. I don't think I talked about it on this show, but I know I talked about it. John finally explained what his tipping amount is. Two bucks a beer. He always says $10, but then when Cardiff pressed him, he's like, well, you know, and if I buy five beers and then I give 10 bucks, pretty standard. No no one's sitting there going, yes, John's here today. Yeah. We thought he was a piece of shit before, but you know, (laughs) he showed up. Yeah, Uh. We have a good weekend after all. All right. This is the last clip I have from John. And this is John seems like he's backing out of the comedy at the Carlson show. I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing a, a lot of um,
2: clues that maybe he's not going to do this show. Please don't chicken. Al John, you're the goat. Hey, if I don't do this fucking show, it's not because I'm chicken. It's because I've been treated unfairly and the guy that booked me has repudiated <laughs> on his agreement <laughs> wait a what? second
0: hold on a second What
2: did Biddy Paulino do this I, does a lot of things but I didn't know he did this let's hear it the guy that on. booked me has repudiated Oh, that, I mean that is a big word
0: <laughs> the guy you know Spanish is probably his first language right. he has Puerto Rico
2: better than the doubts <laughs> on his agreement took me two seconds on the phone with my attorney Uh, Maybe a little longer. And he he, he said it's called repudiation.
0: Hmm. Your attorney or Vince the lawyer? Because those are two different things. So I know that Vince the lawyer is getting you all wound up for your big lawsuit against Kami at the Carlson. It ain't happening, John, because, and I'm no lawyer, there are zero damages. Yeah, nothing's happened. (laughs) Talking to (laughs) the owner last night, a couple other people there, they're all laughing at you, John
1: no one takes maybe you was, seriously maybe it was a legal shield live chat oh. maybe he was talking to yeah someone in india
0: that
16: could be true a, uh,
1: a lawyer you're a allowed lawyer, to type six lawyer. lines of text and then they're like okay n- no more until next month <laughs> you got your money's <laughs> worth oh what do you want now john <laughs> what do you want to do now john you know you only have one of these left yeah that's the chat bot yes <laughs> exactly. fucking john
0: all right what do you what do you want who did you wrong this time
2: <laughs> That's what Mr. Paulino Has done That's what he has committed Okay It's very simple You
0: should call the Roger Police Department again on Vinny Paulino this time, John Boob. Very simple
2: <laughs> He was taunting me What a dipshit this guy is He's so stupid What's the difference between Someone sending an email to them To get you pulled and having fans Bombard their reviews, both the scumbag moves Hypocrite Dude, I'm not. Hey, I didn't tell him to do that, Mm. but it is wrong. The guy's going to do a show and trash me the night before.
0: He kind of encouraged it. If I remember that clip that we just played correctly, it seemed like he was on board with people doing that to the club. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. (laughs) he must have missed something. (laughs) I don't tell people to do shitty things to clubs. Well, you did to Frank Pellegrino's club that he was working at. I remember you telling everyone to give that club shitty reviews. Oh, but now you're friends again. That's right. You're friends with uh, Frank and Chrissy again. Okay, cool. Uh, and now you're saying people should give negative reviews to the Carlson and you're encouraging that. But no, mm-hmm. Vinny's the asshole. That's right.
1: That's how I remember. And don't, don't put all this negative energy into trying to come up with new jokes and maybe a new act <laughs> yeah, that you right. can maybe do on March 10th and go after the potato and Vinny and, you know, instead of you know, do a show, do you know, let your creativity uh, beat them. But no, that will not happen. It it
0: is hilarious to me because I'm so in this world that it's hard for me to take a step back and look at what's actually going on. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine if somebody were introduced to this and they're like, this is how this guy's behaving after he got booked for the only place that would book him to finally do a comedy show, a live show, something he hasn't done in over a year. He's finally going to get to go do that at this place. This is how he's behaving and acting about it. You'd be like, this guy is a madman. And to Tukey's point, what he should be doing is working on his act, writing jokes, yeah, using this as fuel, using this as fuel. Going back to the show that we did last time where Jessica Kirsten leaked that the best revenge is living a good life. Mm-hmm. If you're mad at all your haters, rise above it. And then you get the last laugh. John will never recognize that as the end game. He never will. It's, it's unbelievable to me. If John would ignore all of this and go out and get the gigs in, in Hollywood and, and do all this, sh- be back in show business, all the things he, he claims he wants to do. He's not putting any effort into any of that. Well, he cut his hair. I know, Actually, it's funny you say that you guys, I was going to say, instead of dyeing his hair. <laughs> yeah. He really <laughs> hasn't done anything to. But imagine,
1: imagine sir, who do you want to sue? Uh, cardiff electric okay what's his real name uh, i think it's, I think it's uh, ralph i've heard
2: it's ralph or julian or something i would like to call to the stand the potato
0: i fucking love the fact that john wanted cardiff's real name wants to know what he looks like and this has been going on for months where cardiff goes i can't do that john you're gonna obviously dox me. And John goes, I, I would not dox you. Why would you say that? I do not dox people. Kurt goes, you might do it by mistake. I don't know. I just don't want to give you that information. And now John thinks he has that information. Whether he does or not, I don't know. But immediately, he's using that and weaponizing just it. leverage, yeah. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give out your name now. It's like, this is why no one wants you to know anything about them, John. You're an asshole. You dox people all the time.
1: Yeah, he literally did it to DG earlier in the week. Even yep. though, uh, obviously, we all know his, we all know his name by now. But John knew that he made a mistake and he even kept apologizing, like, oh, I didn't mean to, you know, it was, but everyone knows. So I didn't really dox him.
0: He's a fucking moron. He can't stay out of his own way. He fucks with his friends
1: just as badly as he fucks Mm -hmm. with his enemies. Yeah. And he shows his hand every time, exactly like you, exactly like you said. Uh, He already was using that. He's using this stuff against Cardiff. Uh, I have your name. I know your name. I should give out your name, but I'm not going to. I did a uh, interview with Lorenzo Ariola yesterday for his oh. show,
0: and uh, I was ta- I was asking him like what he wants to do with his podcasting career, and he's like, "Well, you know, I, I'm kind of a mumbler. I don't pronounce words correctly." I'm like, "Don't let that stop you. I don't pronounce words yeah. correctly either. Use a it. <laughs> yeah, who gives the fuck, <laughs> lean into it. All right, superstar. So good job. So Tuki, mm-hmm. I know that you love, well, you used to love watching the mud shark. Oh let's get into let's get into it.
14: It's time to mock Zumok.
0: It's not very often we talk about Chad Zumok these days. It's been a while. But Chad mm-hmm. had the big roast battle with Ray DeVito on MLC on Tuesday, and he lost. And he mm-hmm. lost by a lot. But mm-hmm. well, he lost by a lot in the vote percentage.
1: Yes, yes, and the yeah. vote percentage That's yes. what I'm talking about. Okay.
0: But there's a lot being talked about with this because they had quote-unquote judges watching the roast. And the quote-unquote... I don't count Mike Boshetti. as a John. I don't even know why he's there. <laughs> no.
1: he make sure he was hydrated the whole time, or he would
0: die. <laughs> Mike Boshetti, what is he doing? Were you the one who called him Beaker, a fat Beaker? Yeah. Me, 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 me. <laughs> beaker with a big, swollen cancer head. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much he's sums something. it up. Oh, I found the Muppets playing popcorn last night oh no shit yeah remind me after oh yes i gotta play that for you yeah yeah by hot it's butter uh-huh, uh-huh yeah great great I too know. so where was i there was this roast battle chad lost but the judges all said it was a tie well for the most part
17: mm-hmm.
0: now you have to remember a couple of things here first of all earl who is one of the judges does a show with chad so there could be some bias there. They do the football show together. Another thing to consider is that Kevin Brennan loves this happening on his show. Gets a lot of talk, a lot of eyeballs, a lot of super chats. There were guys donating big sums of money for the prize money. So Kevin wants this to happen again and again and again. He wants round two, round three. So a tie is perfect for Kevin Brennan. Because then it's like, well, we, it's not settled yet. we got to try <laughs> it again kind of thing. So there are some reasons why people would pick one of the other who are the the judges on here. Now, the voters you could say, Chad's a very unlikable guy. Ray DeVito is slightly more likable. So you might say that the the vote for that reason could be skewed a little bit. But I checked in on Chad's show after he lost to see how he was taking it. And uh let's just see he's gonna he's gonna first recap what happened. Um if you have if you're not aware if you've been sleeping under a rock, uh, Ray won the roast battle. I love in Chad's World. MLC is <laughs> the biggest show on the internet. I think he's yeah. literally said that before. He thinks it's the yeah. biggest show. He's like he's like, obviously, everyone's talking about this the water coolers at work that Ray beat me at the roast battle. There is the smallest percentage of a percentage of a percentage that knows who the fuck you are or what misery Mm -hmm. loves company is, or would even watch this,
1: but more people are hearing about it right now by listening to this podcast. But yes, Chad thinks this was simulcast on comedy central times square. People (laughs) were outside watching (laughs) it along with the ticker. It's an idiot. Yeah. People, people were gathering around like it's a world cup finals match (laughs) packing bars. (laughs) These guys have nothing to look forward to Carl. That's the other thing. Like John he has one gig to look forward to in five months. Yes, Chad has been talking about going home forever for Thanksgiving, for early Thanksgiving, to do a free feature set Ugh. this weekend with uh, what was his face? Uh, uh, the fucking uh, what well, you're a fucking idiot or no? Uh, you're you're a fucking child. Why can't I think of his fucking stupid name? Uh, the comedian that he's he's opening for him all weekend. I dated Robin Quivers. Oh,
0: Jim Florentine. Oh, Jim
1: Florentine. Yeah, oh, Jim Florentine.
0: That, per- that impression could have been a lot of people.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. You should have said, what are you, five? Oh, what are you, five? That's what, I was, that's what I was trying to think of, what are you, five? But it was, <laughs> what are you, a fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> it's all blending together. Yeah. It's all blending together. Okay.
0: So, okay. Everyone already knows this information. We're all on top of it. So this is uh, Chad's assessment of it. Um, He won it.
12: Uh, the jud- judges said it was a uh, dead even; it was a tie, but the uh, the audience participation participation vote uh, had it as a landslide victory. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you find out Melton
0: sniping; he's telling everybody to go vote for Ray. You know, I'm not going to assume everyone follows this world as closely as we do. Patrick Melton from Nobody Likes Onions, who was on Miserable Company for a while, they're having Mondays with Melton. And then Melton finally got to the point where he's like, I don't need this ship and stopped doing it. In Chad's world, him and Patrick Melton were friends for a little while. And like every relationship that Chad has, very similar to Stuttering John, it ended poorly. So in, in Chad's world, Patrick Melton is an enemy and he also sucks. We're going to find out all about that, how terrible he is. But so the the cards are stacked against him. He's got Patrick Melton telling people. He, it, it sounded like he was winding up for a list of things. And then he had one thing. Let's do that again.
12: I had it as a landslide victory. Hmm. And then you find out Melton sniping. He's telling everybody to go vote for Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a chance. <laughs> oh, that See, a, okay. Ray's friends with the potato. He's friends with the, the puppet. He's friends with oh. Ski Mask, Stevie Lou. He's
0: friends with Carl from WATP. These are all people he thinks suck. These are mm-hmm. all people that Chad Zumak says are not funny. So why would, Ch- would Ray being friends with us have anything to do with anything? I guess voting. We're well, all on there voting.
5: He is used to everything being stacked against him. Right. Or at least that's yeah. how he perceives Correct. it. You know, yes. How, how him, else could you get through life? Him being, against the world. Being it's, Chad. Yeah. It's really him against him.
0: <laughs> it's what it really is. It's Chad versus oh, Chad. You yeah. lose guess... every time.
1: He thinks somehow we were all influencing the vote, but I can say I was watching Melton watch and Melton was not telling anyone to vote for anyone. He was very fair. We were all willing to give the roast to Chad in the beginning. I don't know why. I guess we all just think Ray is so stupid that, yeah. you know, he, you know. and the mud shark's always threatening, oh, the mud shark's in the water. I'm in the water and I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to mud shark you. And then it was all just like joke book jokes. Yeah. The, his jokes. I'm not going to recap it. You
0: did a great job recapping on Tookie Soup. Patrick Melton did a phenomenal job recapping it. Mm -hmm. He played every joke and scored every joke and had score Mm -hmm. sheets at the end to decide who won. Ray DeVito won by a ton. Chad repeated jokes. Chad had the joke that Ray looks like a -a make-a-wish kid who never got his wish. Now, Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny. It actually is nonsensical Mm -hmm. because make-a-wish doesn't cure you. You just get to go to mm-hmm. Disney World. So it doesn't make any fucking sense or anything like that. Yeah. He used it twice. Mm-hmm. He said that exact same joke twice. Chad's so mm-hmm. disorganized. And I know what you mean, Tukey. Going into this, you think, well, Chad's the mean guy. He's going to be better at roast jokes. he going to be better at roasting than Ray DeVito, who's the, mm-hmm. you know fun-loving, likable goofball guy. I love everybody. I love everyone. Right. I love you all. Yeah. So I, I understand why you'd think that, but Chad proves time and time again, he's terrible at joke writing. He's terrible at roast style comedy. I mm-hmm. thought he'd be good on Who Are These Podcasts. He was terrible. We saw him at the Kevin Brennan roast. We we played that. It was a disaster. Mm-hmm. You can't write this style of joke. And I'll say it. Patrick Michael says this too. It really is the easiest style of joke to come up with. Roast jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got nothing but time to prepare. Nothing but time to prepare. You got one target. You got Ray DeVito. I'm sure we could all write a few jokes. <laughs> yeah. And all, almost all of Chad's jokes were about how Ray looks like a big kid. Mm. You look mm-hmm. like what a 10-year-old thinks adults dress like. You look like a child. You look like a little kid who just got a new ball cap. You look like, oh, he said he said, you look like you robbed a Hot Topic.
1: Yeah, I think it
0: doesn't
1: oh.
5: make any sense. Yeah, it so
0: doesn't fun. make any sense. That's where they no. have pink comforters. <laughs> he doesn't dress in golf, first off. Yeah. When you rob a store, you don't wear the clothes. that's not what robbing is. <laughs> yeah. Got the price tags <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, like shoplifting <laughs> would have made
1: more sense. But. You know, a lot of his punchlines just attacked other people too.
0: Yes. A lot of his jokes were about Iraq, compound media, Chrissy Mayer, and he was he was trying to get Kevin to laugh. So he was attacking yeah. all the people that Kevin doesn't like mm. to win. <laughs> and that was the funny thing he said to Kevin Brennan's roast, where he goes up there and he's bombing. He's like, oh, I'll play to the back of the room. No, comics don't find this funny either, dummy. No one knows what you're talking about. This is not, these are not well crafted jokes in any single way. The other thing that he does that he was doing at this roast, he thinks that dropping the C bomb mm. is a punchline. Yeah. And he used that punchline three or four times Oh, yeah, your cunt sister. Oh yeah, Ray, you cunt! These are not jokes. Haka, haka. <laughs> good stuff, though. Good, good try. All right, I'm sorry. I'm never gonna get through
12: this. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So they were pulling for Ray, the underdog. So naturally, I hate all of them. Chrissy Mayer. He's friends with Chrissy Mary. He's friends with everybody that I'm not friends with. Should try being. Which is everybody. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't have a chance in hell winning that audience participation. But everybody, everybody that messaged me comics that watched it said two things one i was consistently more funny than ray
0: um and two okay ray didn't write all his jokes okay so everyone who messaged him Mm -hmm. said two things he was consistently more funny which seems to be a workaround to you're funnier Mm -hmm. i mean ray had a lot of stinkers don't get me wrong so mm-hmm. I guess if we're going at batting average, but even batting average, Chad didn't win. So mm-hmm. consistently more funny seems like something a friend would say. No, I thought you know consistently you were your jokes landed a little more. First of all, you consistently filled in the dead air. Yeah, you, you for that minute. You read the words, mm-hmm. oftentimes fucked them up and screwed up the punchline and didn't read them correctly. But yeah, you not even
1: consistent there, so that doesn't. How work. many texts
5: flooded into him?
0: Well, this is the thing saying that this is the thing with Chad is that he builds up this world that he's in. He's constantly talking about the Venmo's he's getting. He's thanking people. I have examples of that coming up. All stuff that no one else can prove. Oh, I got lots of friends. They're all texting me. We're all buddies.
5: It's just not believable. He pushes everyone in his life out out of his life very quickly. Just stop talking about the loss. You know what I mean? I I know he's got to cover this somehow, but it's like when you get. You get dumped and people are like, oh, you know, you were you were the better in that relationship. You could do better than her anyway. Who gives a shit? Just don't bring it up. Just don't bring it up. So this is where Chad
0: starts out by being a gracious loser (laughs) and then quickly switches that up. (laughs) If you want to just look at it like Ray won, he won.
12: But Ray, what I do want to ask, and you got the money. The money's yours. Um Just admit you had a little help, Ray. Comics that I know that watched it said that's not a Ray DeVito joke. Some of them, those dark jokes that were really clever, I don't know, Ray. I've known you for a long time. I know you're joke writing. That second half of the second round and third round, there was a lot of wordy jokes. Those are Ray DeVito jokes. I know Ray DeVito jokes. But those mean, dark jokes, the clever, Ray, you're not a mean guy. You're an angry guy. But you're not mean, I know you. so you got some help and that's fine. that's fine. I didn't do it like I I, I said Ray told me to pick up a pen, I picked up a pen and I wrote the jokes myself. <laughs> a lot of people, Salvador M uh even Alex Stein sent me jokes, but and I didn't use a, I use none of them. A lot of
0: people a lot of people like two whole examples. People. All right. so now this is again Chad versus the world. So Chad is is claiming that Ray DeVille got all this help, and he could have gotten help. Chad has friends too, but he chose not to because of integrity. He's got integrity. It shows, yeah. It shows. We'll get into yeah. You could definitely tell that Chad wrote his jokes, and we'll get into the controversy surrounding all of this because there's a lot of controversy has brewed up since this. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so stupid. But this is my That's favorite stupid. part of Chad's. So he's he's trying to say that he could have gone harder at Ray, but he decided to take it easy on Ray. Because if there's <laughs> one thing I know about Chad, it's his tender heart. You know, he just mm-hmm. he just doesn't have he just doesn't have it in him to be mean to someone the way Ray was mean. Yeah, when to he him. uses the
5: word cunt, it's with heart.
0: <laughs> Listen to this. I didn't use any of the jokes. I want to do these are
12: mine versus Ray. And I got to be honest with you, I was happy with myself. I I thought I did well. Got a text from Earl. I got a text from Florentine. They all said I was was fine. I was good. Consistently funny. I didn't go uh, for the jugular like Ray did. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that Ray was having these nervous meltdowns, these fucking panic attacks leading up. He tried getting out of this roast 10 times. He had to get talked back into this roast 10 times.
5: He didn't want to do it. What's in it for him? So he's actually braver for having done it, if that is true. Well, that's a good point. But what Chad is trying to say is that he took pity on sure. this
0: poor Ray. He's like, oh, my, what am I going to do? Kick a guy while he's down? He doesn't even want to do this, this thing. I'm going to go in there and roast him real hard. I'll go easy on him. That's always a good strategy, going into a roast battle. I'm going to go easy on him. Or that. any battle, really. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> good point. What's the game, What's the game plan today, coach? Let him score a couple of times. Oh, then geez. we'll see what happens. All this
5: hindsight does not help your case. You still lost. <laughs> yeah, well, it makes it worse. It does, totally. Because he's lying.
1: He's grasping at straws. Yeah. It's like the retarded turtle versus the obese hare. <laughs> that classic. <laughs> but it's interesting because this is all the stuff that Chad said Ray was going to do after yes. he lost. Yes.
0: Um, Chad, Chad said that he was going to beat Ray and that Ray was going to accuse Chad of getting other people to write his jokes. And then Chad (laughs) does that exact thing (laughs) immediately. (laughs) I think it was on the show. He was already doing that when he found out that he lost, it was immediate that he started doing what he said Ray would do, because this is a perfect example that Chad is always projecting. Chad's not a smart enough guy to understand that different people have different personalities and have different feelings and approaches to life. He thinks that everyone's wired like he's wired. Again, he's a dumb guy like Suttering John, who thinks everyone else is dumb like him. And we're not. Mm-hmm. So immediately when he says he's going to accuse me of this, that's what he was going to do if he lost. And he was. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> example. So this is Chad saying how funny he could have been if he wanted to be. <laughs> when I'm writing these jokes, I, I, I'm thinking about his dad. I was like, I'm not
12: going I'm not going for the jugular. I'm just gonna make fun of his comedy and his looks. <laughs> but he went for the fucking jugular. I mean, he went after my brother, everything. I mean, I, I was taken back. I was like, whoa, shit. I did not expect that at all. That was like a left-hand hook I didn't see coming. I was
0: like, I, because it wasn't Ray. That's the worst excuse he possibly could. I could have written better jokes, but I decided not to. Dude, it's a roast. What do you mean? Why would you not? I can't even fathom Chad writing down a joke. He's like, oh, that's too mean. A race <laughs> nope no, not doing that not going there it's the fucking mud shark
5: yeah i still right? don't i can't imagine him getting um contributions from alex steiner uh, jim florentine and saying no i'm not even going to look at those yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, i have integrity i'm not yeah
1: uh, <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> to be fair hooray yeah and like uh, comics get jokes from other comics all the time like why did these two or at least or You know, why did Chad decide to be the world's friendliest mud shark now when it actually mattered to be a mud shark and to get in the mud? I thought that's what you do, fatso. Yeah, this is the guy who goes after people's families and ex-wives and
0: children. Mm -hmm. And he really, that's what he prides himself on. He doesn't give a fuck. You shouldn't fuck with him. He'll go there. And then all of a sudden he loses a roast battle definitively. And he goes, well, it's because I wasn't even trying to roast him too hard. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Guy's fragile, he you know? What are you going to do? Mean. He was
10: mean.
1: <laughs> I can't believe what he was, was so I mean, mean to me.
0: <laughs> so, Tukey actually wrote a joke for Ray that he didn't use. Do you want to tell him the joke? I thought it was good.
1: Yeah, I used it once before and you actually caught it. It was in the MLC chat and they repeated it. It was, uh, what kind of flower is Chad jealous of? Tulips. <laughs> it's a cute joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a cute, cute one. Joke. Yeah. But you can it, tell- that's why I'm. You can tell a puppet wrote it? <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, you know, it's a cute little joke. But uh yeah, he Ray decided not to use it because I guess he had some kind of integrity and he wasn't taking anyone's jokes. Is
0: nope, that what I'm That's not why. With? Nope, that's not it, because he did. What? But all right, let's uh, before we what? get there, let's uh talk about what Chad is doing. And I like that he reminds us of this this is something i don't do enough reminding you guys that I'm a podcaster that i'm podcasting you guys are listening to me because there's a podcast we put out a podcast it's a podcast show that we're doing this is a show? It's a show this is a show I knew
12: it w- I bring content i've been doing it all year long I bring content <laughs> it's undeniable that I bring content and don't let any of these podcasters sway you otherwise don't let them detour you from
0: Saying anything else. Chad is always lying. Even when he's saying just the most ho-hum thing about bringing content. He literally doesn't. He literally watches other people's shows and just goes, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't very funny. <laughs>
5: he doesn't do anything. Yeah, he just, just laughs maniacally. Yeah, he doesn't do anything.
0: No. Imagine being on a show where you have to tell people not to be convinced. You, there's a lot of people telling you that I'm not bringing good content. They're all liars. Don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine trying to sway your audience to think that you're not an asshole?
5: Yeah.
0: I know everyone's out there saying I'm an asshole, but I promise you, I am not an asshole.
5: Chad and Stucho yes. have this in common. They think that they can talk their way out of anything. They can manipulate mm-hmm. people. And what they They're don't understand people. is yeah. that yes. actions speak louder than, and it, it always, always is the case. And it goes back to, not to be repetitive,
0: I hate being repetitive, but dumb people fall for this type of thing. And they're dumb people. And I've said this before. Salespeople are the easiest to sell to. And it's it's weird. It's counterintuitive. You would think that they know the game so they would see through it. But guys like Chad, you could easily manipulate and say, hey, Chad, my show's great. My show's great, Chad. Chad, you're going to love my show. My show's great. That guy's show's pretty great. And so he does the same thing to his audience thinking that's going to work. And it doesn't because normal people make up their own mind on things have their own opinions on things and they're not worried about what other people say well right (laughs) okay so now we're going to get into patrick melton and uh he's going to go after nobody likes onions patrick melton here who apparently he thinks is the reason why he lost the the rose battle i think he got fucking fatty uh melton
12: butthurt i mean talk about man rejection holy shit When he started going off on me, like through text messages, I go,
0: what the fuck is wrong with you? Just having a meltdown? He doesn't. Hold on a second. I have to make a comment here. So Chad's explaining that Patrick Melton is the one that was melting down with all these messages going back and forth. We forget this a little too often on this show and around the Dabbleverse. Chad Zumach emailed a girl all day long telling her to kill herself. There were emails that were hours apart. Saying, why haven't you killed yourself yet? What are you waiting for? You should kill yourself. You have nothing to live for. You're a loser. Kill yourself. So, again, Chad is now putting his own personality into somebody else. Can you believe this asshole having this meltdown and sending me all these messages and
5: freaking out? Like, that's you, Chad. Yeah. He called it man rejection. This is man boy projection. Yeah. Chad wasn't even good at that. Yeah, right. Tell she didn't him even kill herself. <laughs> it could have been.
4: Yeah. This, this is a girl depression. That
5: <laughs> yeah, that seemed easy. sucking right. suck at everything, Chad. He really does suck at
12: everything. A man rejection. Holy shit. When he started going off on me, like through text messages, I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just having a meltdown. He does not know how to play well with others. He just doesn't. So I blocked him and he's never been able to let go of it. And then he's like, I think I could get Chad back on MLC. Tell Chad to unblock me and call me. And I won it. But, man, is he wow with me? I think because I, I saw behind the curtain of Oz, I saw who Melton really is, and he doesn't like it. He's very insecure, very
0: emotional. Doesn't like that I called him out. More projecting. Chad is an emotional girl. He lives his life through emotions. That's all he is—is is emotional. He just reacts. He just reacts. I think you were pointing that out, Tukey, when you were going through the roast jokes. Some of those jokes, he lost the thread on. He forgot to try to be funny, and he's just like yelling at Ray Devito. He's just an angry yeah. guy.
1: He did a ton of times. It's, it's, <laughs> so like, it's like Ray's. Ray looks like uh, Ray should fucking die. Yeah, that's what Ray should, Ray should die. That's what he looks like.
0: Yeah, there, there are a lot of jokes that ended with, I hope Ray kills himself. That's not yeah. the jugular. <laughs> yeah, I know. He goes, right. Right, I wish you would drink more Drado. Like, Jesus. Right. right. Yeah.
5: Good one. <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous. It's, just... it's ridiculous. Glad he's you went something... easy on him. Jesus. He needs something to say to fill up the time. And he's just words. Yeah. I know this word goes with that word. And so <laughs> this is the part where.
0: Chad's own argument is fucked because he was just saying how he lost the vote because Melton was sniping and telling everyone to vote for Ray. And then he says this. Uh, I want to thank Jack. Oh, this is funny. I'm just saying your first
12: names. I'm not doxing. I don't know your screen names. I want to thank
0: Al. So uh, this is a funny clip. This is not what I was just setting up. But this is how you know that it's fake. When he's just like, all right, let me uh, thank some of the, the people who've donated on Venmo. Uh, Bill, uh, Steve. Yeah. I want to thank uh, George. That's <laughs> how
5: just. Uh, I want to thank Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> One syllable first his names. Yeah.
12: I'm just saying your first names. I'm not Dachshund. I don't know your screen names. I want to thank Al. These are all the <laughs> Venmos and PayPals that were sent to me yesterday.
0: Alcoholic. Okay. It's actually (laughs) AI. Okay, so anyway, uh, so getting back to this is where his own argument runs out of steam. You know I'm not fooled, and it bothers you. It's a narcissistic injury.
12: I'm going to do what Red Bar did to me, and it's not working at all. You got seven little loud mouths in the
0: quote-unquote onion army. So which is it? He's sniping and telling all of these people to go vote because there's over a thousand votes on this thing. Or does he have seven listeners who give a shit about him? It has to be one or the other. You got to pick one. Which is it?
1: Seven listeners with a thousand fake accounts, obviously. Right.
0: All right, Tukey, you've been doing something because Chad has his football show that nobody watches and he does
1: his picks. Yes, And, and apparently so the other day there were more people on screen than actually watching. I think there were four. <laughs> oh, so no. been... All
0: you got to yes, do is put it on your phone while you're on there. Just add up. another person. I mean, there's exactly. ways to make this less That's embarrassing. Me. Oh, no. It's amazing. All right, so uh, so you have devised a strategy where you go, I know how to make money in the NFL. I'll just pick the opposite of what Chad Zumak tells me to pick. Uh, and yes. I'll make money that Yeah. Way.
1: We only caught on in week seven. So uh, the first week was tremendous. I think he went three and nine. Yep. And then uh, the next week, he had another losing week. Uh, but then last week, we kind of got screwed a little bit. And uh, he actually had, I say this all the time, stupid gets lucky too. Mm-hmm. So do not, you know, past performances of stupid, do not indicate future performances of stupid. So if you're looking at this, uh, you know, do not come to Tukey and say, oh, Tukey, I thought you said we were going to win money. Listen, in the long run, if you bet against the Z-Man, yes. Florida's 19th greatest open micer, you will <laughs> make money. His overall total right now is 19 and 24. Like I said, last week he did go 9 and 5. So he did have a winning wow, week. all right. Oh, that's a big week for him. Yes, I can, hey, we can give it to him. But Chad's strategy seems to be to listen to what the other people say. And then to make a uh, decision off of that. And then if he doesn't know, then he just always takes the uh, favorite, it seems. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have a clip on here. You're to play it. Is there any setup for this? No, this is a song I created to help motivate people if they want to make some extra money. Great. Oh, hello, boys and girls. It is your good pal, 2K. Are you ready to make some money? Yay! Chad's Football Picks Blow, Picks Blow, Chad's Podcast ain't a show, ain't a show, if you want to make money, trust that Tukey knows, Chad's Football Picks Blow, Picks Blow, that's fantastic boys and girls, let's do that again, Chad's Football Picks Blow, Picks Blow, Chad's Podcast ain't a show, ain't a show, trust that Tukey totally knows, Chad's Football Picks, blow, picks, blow Oh, I forgot the lyrics there a little bit, but that is okay We're doing it! Yay! Chad's Football Picks, blow, picks, blow Chad's Podcast ain't a show, ain't a show If you wanna take money, trust that Chucky knows Chad's Football Picks, blow, picks, blow Oh, it's going faster! Oh, I can't keep up! Chad's podcast ain't a show, ain't a show. If you want to make money, trust it, Tukey knows. Chad's football picks, blow, picks, blow. Chad's football picks, blow, picks, blow. Oh.
0: <laughs> we are doing it right now, Tuki. We're doing it. Well done. Trust the system. Well done, sir. All right. So... I have one more thing that I want to talk about with you guys today. Oh, before I move on, I'm sorry. I I wanted to bring this up because I think we brought up on the show. I can't remember the fact that Chad was in an amateur open micer comedy contest. The kind that my buddy Vinnie Paulino runs here in Rochester. And it was the uh, funniest Florida comedian contest. But really, it was just in Tampa Mm because other clubs have this contest in other cities in Florida and uh chad did not win this contest in fact no. tukey likes to say he was in last place at 19th place
6: in <laughs> 19th <this contest>.
1: place <laughs> that's what he picked he picked 19th that was the last he was the last to go on and he lost he got 19th place in tampa that's not even in all florida it's terrible it's not good he's got to stop it that this thing that he's
0: a stand-up comic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's been my theory that when he does, I did just see Nick Swartzen. He was, uh, you know, doing the Adam Sandler show. We went and saw it Wednesday. And that's one of the guys that Chad says he opens for, along with Florentine and Tosh O and these guys. It's my theory. Vinny says I'm wrong about this. That these comics bring on terrible openers to make themselves look good. When I saw Tim Dillon last Friday, his opener was garbage. Just mm-hmm. the worst. Just nervous joke structure was all over the place. Not interesting or compelling. And I think it's because when you're a headliner, like a Nick Swartzen or Daniel Tosh or Tim Dillon, you're not going to sell more tickets by having a good opener. It does, you got to pay these guys some amount of money. Right. So whatever, we'll get someone we have to pay that much money to because they're not expecting much. They can't make more money doing something else. And it'll make me look like the most... Amazing comic anyone's ever seen. Right. Mm
5: -hmm. Why would an old Black Sabbath tour with a young Van Halen? Well, it's... (laughs) You're asking for trouble. It's funny you say that because OzFest, when Black Sabbath
0: had a play after Maiden, they ended up getting in... I I remember Sharon Osborne was pissed because a good portion of the audience would leave. Oh, you yeah. can't follow Iron Maiden. No. It's a dumb thing to even try to do. And it's great as Black Sabbath is, as great as all their songs are, and, and everyone at OzFast is a huge Sabbath fan. You see Iron Maiden, you're like, show's over. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good here. I'm, I'm going to get in the car and sing, hum these dudes on the way home.
1: <laughs> so. You're trying to say comedians aren't well-adjusted, confident people who want to see other people shine as well? <laughs> no, we're not saying that at <laughs> all. What L- we're, do you think? we're letting you say it. That could be true. Or do you think Nick said, hey, let me get this young 50-year-old up-and-comer, Chad Zumok, to open my show. Give this kid a chance. Maybe it was that. Dave Manbrain says, pretty sure Bill Burr admitted
0: it. I'd want to hear that audio because we reviewed the podcast of the guy who's his opener. He's the rock and roll guy. I'm forgetting his name now. But something Del Rey or something. Anyway. I remember that he was uh really impressed with himself, really proud of himself that he goes around with Bill Burr. And actually Vic Henley was the opener for and now I'm gonna blank on his name, but the Sherrod? No. Oh. Vic Henley was the opener, so you know how they have the redneck tour with uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was Jeff the funny Foxworthy? one. Yeah, he was the funny one on the Jeff Boxworthy tour. The the uh tater salad. Ron White, thank you very much, Aaron. Oh. So Vic Henley is someone for Ron White and Vic Henley. We played his entire standup special. It's so hack. The pretty Caes- bad. Caesar leaves joke is right up there with bong hit transplant yep. or squeegee. I mean, it's, it's all, it's all the same kind of thing. Anyway, I'm going off on a whole fucking side thing, but you understand my point. I don't think mm-hmm. that Chad is a working comedian. I think that he gets these charity gigs because these comics who headline don't care what the person does in front of them as long as they don't kill. They're just just happy with tepid applause and laughter so they can go up there and do their thing.
1: I don't think Chad negotiates either. Whatever they offer him the first time, if they're like, hey, we'll give you a couple of Slim Jims and some of of those giant (laughs) Arizona iced tea. And I mean giant, those giant cans, Chad. We would not rip you off with the tinier ones. (laughs) We're going to give you those giant ones. You just have to drive 500 miles uh, to, you know, West Virginia and open up in the chuckle hut.
0: The trick is you pour a bunch of that out and then you pour the Tito's in.
1: Oh, yes. That way
0: nobody knows what you're up to. Okay. We did Fartmouth recently. (laughs) And the Fartmouth guys, they decided to do a show called Who Are These Podcasts? And I always appreciate when people hit back or whatever they want to do. If they want to accept the criticism or explain their points or their point of view so I was checking out this episode, and the way it starts made me make me going, oh, they're upsets. Where woke minds can't find sleep,
18: fart myth university. Don't know if you heard, but we're not funny at fart myth <laughs> university. Yeah, and we're here to prove it. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Fart Mouth Podcast, a show that only goes for the low hanging fruit.
0: Okay, so you could tell that we said they weren't funny. They go for a little hanging fruit. This obviously stuck with them. They're not happy about that. I will say, they took this critique very well. They said they agreed with 75 to 80% of what we said. And they have a good sense of humor about themselves. So I do appreciate that. One of the things that I critique them about is this idea that just being edgy equals funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think it does. I think when you're younger, it might Saying, oh, that's a naughty word. Whoa, this guy. Oh, what are you going to do? Of course, when they come back after me, they prove my theory correct.
18: I also learned that I'm not allowed to pause for comedic effect. <laughs> so yeah. all my jokes have to be immediate. That's why I didn't pause before I said that Carl should hang from a tree. And also, I'm not allowed to repeat my jokes no. Nor are you, are you allowed you to just repeat it, my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> nor am I allowed to explain them. So I won't say that that joke meant that Carl's gay and should hang himself because he's a faggot, retard bitch. Right. And also his wife.
16: <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific.
1: Pretty good stuff, huh? Ch- Is Chad teaching comedy show or <laughs> classes now? That's what you can do. Chad! Those who cannot do,
0: teach. Yes. You should be teaching comedy. He's like, have you used an F-slur yet? You're already three minutes into the show. Haven't heard uh, an F-slur. Try, Let's go. Try the, word, try the word cunt here. Let's see how cunt fits here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they took our critique as if we were giving them rules they have to follow. Mm. And so they constantly say, "Well, we're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. Sure. I'm not making any money off your podcast. I don't care if you are doesn't make a difference to me. So I was just letting you know why we thought your podcast wasn't very good doesn't mean you have to take our advice or do the things that we told you to do. Just trying to explain why you're not as popular as maybe you want to be or you could be. That's all. And Tyler, who is a fan of the show I believe from uh based on what he was saying, almost learned some valuable lessons from this.
4: Okay, yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> no, actually... I am going to say don't change
18: anything. I do I do agree with a lot of the things they said. I'll be yeah. honest. most of their claims were pretty valid. Their critique was fair. Yeah. Completely out of context. Their critique was very fair. A lot of the things they said, I fully agree with. Okay,
0: so that's good. I'm glad we're all on the same page. The critique is fair. A lot of the things they agree with. So I guess that means they're going to fix these things and do better. No, they they will not change a single thing that they do based on our critique. So, okay, you guys, you guys win (laughs) jokes on me. You're not going to, you're not going to take any of our advice. Fair enough. So then they do the thing. This is very Chad zumok ask. There are people in this world who, when they see that other people have relationships and friendships with people that they wish they had a friendship with, they go, he must be, kissing that person's ass he must be sucking up to that person because why else would somebody who's good at this or famous why would they associate themselves with this guy unless that person was kissing their ass all the time carl
18: is a saint he's a perfect human being a beautiful perfect (laughs) aryan german austrian perfect six thousand dollar a month rental just a great guy yeah who doesn't chill for anyone and doesn't suck anyone named anthony's dick Right. Uh, Kumia.
0: So I. (laughs) Okay. So their theory is well, I must be sucking Anthony's dick. And that's Mm -hmm. why, you know, I've been on Anthony's show. He's been on my show. I've filled in for him while he's been out. I don't even think that Anthony would enjoy that. I know Anthony's personality pretty well. I don't think he wants to be around people who kiss up to him all the time. It's embarrassing. He's not one of those guys who needs that or wants that in his life. And that's the thing that Chad always thinks. He's like, oh, you're just suck up to Anthony Cooney. That's what Chad tries to do. Yeah. And Anthony doesn't like it. He's like, get away from me. It's not, not cool. So then they explain the reason why they were laughing at their poem so much, because that was the thing that Vinny brought, oh, yeah. that poetry they that did. And they're losing their minds over it. Uh-huh. And the guy goes, well, you have to understand, we're besties. So, of course, we're going to support each other and and laugh at each other's jokes. Okay. Fair enough. Let's find out what they think about Jenny Jingles. Because, of course, Jenny was on the show with
18: us. I appreciate the fact that Carl has his wife on the show and that she's mildly entertaining. As a female, that's Practically impossible. I couldn't do it for more than like 30 seconds. <laughs> was that the lady on our episode? I hate women. <laughs> I'm Bart Simpson. <laughs> was that the lady on our yeah, episode? Yeah, that was Carl's oh, wife. That's his wife? Yeah. Uh, she wasn't bad on the podcast, though. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I, hate it. I have no beef with Carl's wife.
0: Whoa, all right. Making friends over here, I will say. This is true. And Jody B's in the, the chat talking about how Jenny is the very first lady listener they've ever had. And I think you were there, producer Chris, after the show, because Jen listened to three or four episodes. Mm -hmm. And I go, why'd you listen to so many? She only clipped from, I think, one or two. Because I was actually kind of enjoying it. Yep. And I went, what? What? So there you go, guys. Uh, You guys, it's a mutual admiration society of going with Jenny Jingles there. Congrats on that. Then they go on to say that, because we were calling them racist, because they just drop n-bombs for no reason. And they're like, oh, well, these guys are virtue signaling. I'm not virtue signaling. I think that racism can be funny. But when it's lazy racism, you just drop an N-bomb. That's not funny.
18: We've said since the beginning of this fucking show, 190 episodes ago, the whole point of this show is we're immature fucking dumbasses. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you don't like is totally fine. You don't like immature dumbfuck retard humor that says the n-word and laughs about how Indian pussies look weird?
0: Oh, so their defense is it's supposed to be stupid and racist and immature. Don't you get it? I love that defense. Oh, you thought we were immature and unfunny? We're trying to be unfunny and immature. That's the goal.
5: That and the number of episodes that they've been doing it for yeah. is kind of arbitrary because when it you makes it worse in, when you tune into our show <laughs> you shouldn't have had to listen to 460 shows right. to get what we're doing correct yes just putting that out there kind of kind of do the indian goal.
1: pussies really look weird
5: i hope so
0: there's only one guy who would know the answer to that and that's cardiff electric <laughs> what's the deal <laughs> with so indian strange. pussy cardiff
14: not weird not weird they have a strange angle of entry
1: hmm. not weird what about the smile uh, Which kind of Indians are we talking about?
14: <laughs> Who cares? Well, come on. Let's not, get too, let's not uh, make things more complex than they need to be.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So then they play a clip of our show to, you know, critique what we're up to. But what's weird is that they decide to play the ad read. So they're like making fun of the ad read. Like, oh, this is real funny. Like, what's well, not? It's about banana bag. It's not meant to be the funny part of the show, guys. But all right. You got me there. So then they try to do what we do. Play a clip and react to stuff. Halloween's over. You know what that means? Christmas.
18: It's Christmas season. Did what? You, did you know that Halloween is before Christmas? <laughs> you fucking retard. You fuck, I, I, didn't, can say re- I didn't know that. I can say retard because they say retard on their show. Oh, okay. And All that's right. fine. Yeah. But it's don't exactly you say a tart. bad word about minorities.
0: So I was setting up, obviously, and they they talk about how we took things out of context. I get it. You know, I was setting up the holiday song parody contest there, and they immediately just go off on some non sequitur that had nothing to do with anything and calling me retard because you're allowed to say retard. When you call someone a retard, you're calling that person a retard. When you drop an N-bomb, that is, it kind of ruins the joke. and brings a lot of baggage to it. I mean, that's my opinion on it. I don't see a lot of successful podcasts do that. Seems like none of them do. So most of us have figured this out, but not these chuckle fucks for whatever reason. Wait,
14: what did you just say? If you call someone a retard, they're retarded. But if you call someone an n bomb, what? So or if I'm talking, an if I'm talking
0: about someone specifically, and I say that they're a retard, I'm talking about them. So stuttering John is a retard. Chad Zumak is a retard. If I drop an n bomb, mm-hmm. now if you do mostly. <laughs> which, I, which I do my best not to. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about an entire race of people and not we're okay. grouping them That's all together. Do you, know, do
14: you see what I'm saying here? Yes. It's kind of... But you could also also just be calling that person an n
0: Can you, though? It, I don't think that word works that way, does it? I don't know. How That's the of... way Anthony Cumia explained it, didn't he? <laughs> is, it, is, is that the way it works up there in Minnesota? I don't know. Where I'm, where I'm from, not so much, allegedly. All right, so... Finally, some acceptance. I appreciate this.
18: What I will say that they were 100% accurate on, and I don't want to drag this out any longer than I already have. Right, right. The Randy Moss episode. Let's just address it. Let's do it. Let's fucking address it, man. Yep. That episode was shit. It was a stinker. It was dog shit. They can't all be fucking bangers, dude. Garbaggio. Yeah. Terrible episode.
0: (laughs) It was really bad. I'm glad that they accept that yeah. and understand it wasn't a good episode. They went through
5: it all. Anger, denial, sorrow. Acceptance. acceptance.
0: Yes. And even though the guy said that he's not going to change anything, they literally go, let's never do a show about a pro athlete again. Because
5: <laughs> they're just reading
0: the stats and going through was pretty bad. the achievements. It's like, what, Why are we doing this? None of it is funny
18: or landing or anything like that. But then
0: this is where they lose me yet again.
18: Are you really going to compare us to like... Top shelf, like top 50 podcasts ever of all time. Right. When basically, statistically, you are at the same level we are, brother. Yeah. Chill out. Um, Did I compare them to a top 50 podcast?
0: Did I say, you know, compared to Joe Rogan, these guys aren't very good. Did I do that? Do I ever do that?
5: No, but <laughs> don't compare yourself to us no matter what level we're at because our format is uh, it's a roast. It's a yes. review. Correct.
0: We, got- that's what we do. Yeah. Right. And also the fact that they said that they're at the same level as us statistically, it's wildly inaccurate. I don't know where you're getting your math figures from, but that's not even close to true. Sure. Whatever. If you say so. They're coping. It's fine. They're going to cope. Uh, last clip I have on here. And uh, I guess apparently we were making rules. I, didn't even, I wasn't aware of this, though. I say a lot of things. A lot of dumb shit comes out of my mouth. And I say a lot of things. So it's very possible I say some dumb things I don't actually agree with. If you played it back exactly. for me. actually, You know, this fucking uh, mumbling at me. Cardiff. <laughs> <It's> distracting? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so I guess I was proclaiming that certain comedians are allowed to do certain things. And they weren't allowed to do certain things. I don't think I would say that.
18: Doesn't sound like something I would say. But that's what they're telling me.
4: Yeah. I, uh. I can't remember the point I made about Tim Dillon earlier now,
18: (laughs) but only professional comedians are allowed to repeat their jokes repeatedly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, It was said that it's forgivable for a professional comedian to repeat jokes.
18: Also, because I have a great memory and I'm not funny. I do remember that you said that professional comedians are allowed to make ironic jokes, but amateur, amateur loser, dumb fuck retards that aren't funny, right? Aren't allowed to to make ironic humor. All
0: right, you're not Tim Dillon. Neither of you guys are Tim Dillon. Don't compare yourselves to Tim Dillon, an actual very funny comic who can do a podcast. The fact that you guys did 50 minutes talking about WATP, talking about you, tells me you're not probably Tim Dillon. They're not even Cardiff Electric. I brought brought Tim Dillon up a few times. He's never mentioned me on his show. Still trying, though. Still holding out hope. Cardiff, I'm trying to turn you up on my end, and I can't get you to be any louder. Am I low? Yeah, can you turn yourself up on your end by any chance? What's going on? Is that better? What? Yes, that's better. Oh,
14: okay. Noise. I said they're not. Not only are they not Tim Dillon, they're not even
0: Cardiff Electric. They're not even Cardiff, They're not even on the level of Cardiff <laughs> Electric. Yes. Which is very sad, in my opinion. Very. All right. We got Tukey. We got Cardiff. We got producer Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is time for everyone's favorite game show. Let's get into it. That's not it.
14: It's time for everyone's favorite game show To Catch an Alien. Are you ready to play To Catch an Alien?
0: try out a new puppet, Cardiff. Yep. Yep. I like it. I dig it so far. I like the headphones. Thank you. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good
14: touch. I actually ordered special eyes that match my eyes. China.
0: <laughs> you made this puppet yourself? Yes. <laughs>
10: I'm impressed.
0: Yeah, this is good. Cardiff knows the filter won't be around forever. He's gotta figure out an end game here. Nope. I love it. All right.
11: This reality that we're living in now, and the reason why I say experiment, check this out, we're living in a, in, a, in a universe that's based on consumption. Nothing can live unless it consumes something else. I don't care if it's a star, I don't care if it's a person, I don't care if it's an animal, I don't care if it's a plant. Nothing can continue to thrive and progress unless it consumes something. That's a hell of a way to make a universe. I think this is one of, who knows, unlimited number of versions of uh, of physics and universes that thing can things can progress. Uh, Let's make one that's based on consumption. Let's make one that's based on transition. Let's make, you know what I'm saying? There could be a universe out there where nothing actually has to uh, consume something, where you and I, we just live to a specific age. Maybe we live to two or 3,000 years old. And then at a certain point, uh, we transcend into a higher dimension within that same universe, making way and making space for others, right? And nothing actually has to devour or consume anything. It's a transition. Bugs, insects, everything transitions in periods of time into different dimensions and continuously moves up into higher realms and so forth until it's all one energetic field again or something.
0: What a fucking hippie. Ugh.
14: Ugh. Ugh. You suck. I just want to live to two, 3,000 years old and <laughs> yeah. then move on. It's
13: bullshit.
11: And then it recycles and starts all over again. There's so many ways to experiment with this light matrix. I'm just randomly giving you one yeah. right there. See? We're in one that's based on consumption, which is pretty brutal if you think about it.
15: This isn't probably the one you want to be in.
11: It's pretty tough. It's <laughs> but pretty imagine tough. what
15: some of the others could be.
11: Like They could be worse than this. So you know, so there's <laughs> so just so many... The questions create more questions, obviously. Um, but I think that this is just one of a type of universe that exists, and there's others that are based on totally different physics and totally different concepts, and they're all just giant experiments.
15: Or how we evolve, too. Because if you look at... Well, you still need consumption. But I'm just thinking a monk, caveman, and so on and so forth... Mm-hmm.
14: What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices.
1: Number one, walk into a bar. God damn it. That was my first test. (laughs) No, it's not that. Can I make a... I'm
0: sorry. I'm getting so distracted. I'm going to back this up because I'm so distracted. Does this puppet have a different voice than the potato filter? (laughs) I, get, I don't know. <laughs>
14: I part, if, when I strap a puppet on my hand, I go SJ puppet for some reason. It's, okay, it's yeah, I was just, gonna say.
11: I forget. I forget where I am.
14: This is great. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Why, why doesn't he just do his voice? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll fine. try. Working Boys. on it. Work in progress. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one. Yeah, it does. I go J. Walk into a bar. <laughs> B. They believe. In deconsumption, next, maybe we need to live like them. Four. They're not consumptious, but they still need consumption. (laughs) Lastly, (laughs) did they come from a different universe
0: to catch an alien? none of these seem like good options holy shit a lot of times i'm like well it could be any of these i don't think it could be any of these. i'm gonna say don't underestimate walk into a bar okay a monk a caveman so on and so well i'm not gonna fall for that card if you want me to say that
5: tukey you fall for it
0: yeah you fall for it i'm gonna go with next maybe we need to live like them and i'm gonna go to tukey and say what do you think tukey
1: I'm going to go with walk into a bar because that was my first choice. Like before it even came up, I was just going to make that joke. So I think Tommy might be that simple as to make the joke and then go into maybe something else. Okay. And I pick next. You got next. I see a lot of next
0: coming in. Okay. Let's see. We have in the chat. I got next. Lastly, we have some uh, number fours. We got a B.
5: In there, so Someone said triangle. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, let's find out.
15: Or how we evolve too, because if we look at well, you still need consumption. But I'm just thinking, a monk, caveman, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not so consumptionist, but they still need consumption oh, too. Oh,
0: fuck me, that's amazing. <laughs> I thought for sure he wasn't going to say that. Oh, my God, empty daily with the, the makes of so
1: happy. I know. It'll sound like a <laughs> word I made up, doesn't it?
0: It does. Yes. I have to
15: play that again. I can't believe he said that.
1: Consumptionist f- fucking believe consumptionists eh? say. <laughs> yeah.
15: Too, so, Because if you look at, well, you still need consumption. But I'm just thinking a monk, caveman, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not so consumptionist, but they still need consumption to. Well, we to have
11: live. to. Well, if you want to be warm, you got to burn something. Right. That's consumption.
15: Right. So either way, it's consumption. Either way. the right, no way right, around it. God. So do you think there's. 20 of you doing the same thing right now in a different way. And he's
0: missing the entire fucking point. Yeah. Can I point that <laughs> out real quick?
5: And it's a broad point. <laughs>
0: it's a very broad and easy point to understand. He's like, well, you know, monks, they don't consume anything, right? No, no, the people, they eat.
15: <laughs> different than
11: us. 100%. 100%. 100%. Just, uh, as, yeah.
15: just as a different...
11: Different version of myself. But still you. Still me, going about things. totally. Some, in some places, I'm just a lazy bum, laying on the couch, overweight. Eating and, chips. You know, <laughs> eating chips, you know what I'm yeah. saying?
15: Not doing math like, I, like you right. are.
10: Yeah, yeah not, not doing math. That took
14: a long time. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you are consumptuous enough to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com sit eugene sit good dog
0: good game cardiff well done you played us today (laughs)
14: he's
0: such an idiot how long did to watch his show to find one of these things on average it's getting harder it's getting harder i've gone
14: through i think i've 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 grazed a lot of the gold on the top. I'm going to have to dig a little deeper now. It's getting more and more difficult.
0: He gets legit guests on his show. Yeah. Remind me how often he does a show. Is it weekly or is it more than that?
14: No, it's not exactly weekly. Oh, okay. they, they've been kind of sporadic lately. He had like two in one week. And then see, he's Joe Rogan. Just whenever I feel like putting an episode out, I put an episode
5: Whenever
1: out. he's on Earth. Does they he still, still get like 325,000 views yes, an yes. episode? More than more. 500.
0: Exactly. More. Yeah. 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 And he gets he gets some Fuck. legit big guess and then he gets wackadoos like that guy who's <laughs> just fucking talking nonsense. Yeah. Like, okay. But social
14: media is zip, nothing, no <laughs> yeah. comments are still turned off. No
0: one's paying attention except for us.
1: It's so bizarre. Just paying for we gotta start buying views. Does he ever bring hmm. up this universe or WATP or anything? He's gotta be aware, right? I I, I mean Confusion. John alerted him to some of it but i don't know it's like no one else is talking about him someone I'm, you know
14: it's had to have i've been trying to get uh, dr steve booked on the show no
0: no to no Ooh. avail oh really to you've no been avail. working with his uh, booker or him directly uh them directly but no i, I mean to no avail they don't answer me when oh, okay. i send yeah because i texted him years ago and he texted me back and we had a little back and forth dialogue i think he thought i was from the howard stern show because he goes, oh, man, I grew up with you guys. I was like, well, probably oh, not. Oh, crazy I, girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy girl. Crazy girl, yeah. <laughs> book
1: me on the show. I'll be oh, for my own They always talked about your teeth, right? Your right. bob a Carl? yeah, Carl Delabonte? And I'm Robin. <laughs> oh, Robin.
14: Are <Hello>, you Mr. Plow? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, I, that is a mystery to me, what that guy's up to. He's obviously buying views. There's no way he's organically getting Half a million people watching this shit. And I don't know if I want to work with Julie's guy or his guy to get our view count up. But that's definitely next. Oh, are we still on? T- Tommy's guy. <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, Tommy's <laughs> guy seems to have haven't figured out for sure. Guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about the bedtime podcast where two people who consider themselves artists and comics bore the shit out of their audience for no reason, except for that they hate them. Kirk Minahan freaked out on a television and broke it during the show. (laughs) We had a fantastic holiday parody song come in. Please keep those songs coming. We are going to create an album at the end of this, a holiday album for Who Are These Podcasts. Stuttering John, it comes out that he was a little handsy with a girl and then shit the bed. Literally. (laughs) It's fucking nuts. Chad Zumach is very upset with uh, Patrick Melton. And decided not to write roast jokes that were too mean because he worries about people's feelings, as we all know. Fartmouth was uh kind to us, but also a little butthurt about the show and uh, did feel the need to respond, and we always appreciate when people do respond. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The, the, teaser. Teaser. the, the teaser. teaser
4: next week.
0: Kinky Spurgo, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Again, this has been a very <laughs> weird episode. Kinky Spurgo says SJ is addressing the rape allegations today on his show as announced on Twitter just a few minutes ago. All right, well, we'll all be tuned into to Stuttering John's show after this. I, I literally will be. I want to see what he yeah, has to say. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I really want to and, see what he has to say about And tune in
14: tomorrow night for Cardiff Electric's Stuttering John's brain is potato soup in place of Tukey soup. Oh, smart. Tomorrow night I'm back in the John business. Screw you, John. I'm taking you down.
0: That's Since. that's amazing. So that's 10 p.m. tomorrow night? 9 or 10. Or su- Sunday night, 9 or 10. On, <laughs> Sunday uh, night. Okay. On Go figure it out. Cardiff's uh, channel. Someone's posting John's tweets. Let me just read them real quick. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to read this because he's naming names. Oh, fantastic.
1: I'll read it then. All right, fine. I'll read it. It says To John
0: Melendez, this is from Anne Marie from The Stern Show. You never tried to rape me or shit the bed. I was angry for the herpes comment and with discussing Casey and I. I apologize for any inconvenience. I'd like this to be put behind us. I was just hurt and angry. As per my counsel, Anne Marie admitted she. that Anne Marie admitted what she. T- It's hard to read because he doesn't write correctly. Anne Marie admitted what she texted KC never happened, but was because KC lied to her and was winding her up. She was mad because of my herpes comments. I expect a full retraction from Mr. Armstrong tonight. So what does he have to do a show about? I mean, I'm just speculating here. But could it be that Anne Marie doesn't know that John has zero money to sue people? And he's coming after her. She's going, All right, fine. I, I, it never happened. I'll just say it never happened. Because that's a weird story to make up, isn't it?
5: And to oh. prelude it with, As per my counsel. So, yeah. well, that's, I think John wrote. That. No, that, that's what I mean. Yes. Like, how, what did that counsel sound like? <laughs>
1: yeah. Wasn't there a rumor that John called and apologized to Anne Marie last night or something? Yes. Is that just a rumor? I don't
4: know. What's that's a good question. Why did he have to call so, her? Shit, so the so John...
14: did john write down the text from Anne marie is that what he did he didn't post a screenshot if that's if this actually came from Anne marie this is him typing what she said to him
0: yes right this part where he says you never tried to rape me or shit the bed i was angry for the herpes (laughs) comment (laughs) it's
1: insane that's wonderful
0: Uh, well thank you very much aaron for keeping on top of this yeah, and Aaron says we all knew who it was, but John just had to use her name. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh what was they talking about? The teaser? Yeah. The, teaser. That's the, that's the teaser? The teaser.
10: The teaser. Next week, the teaser. Oh, the teaser. Yeah.
0: So this is what we're doing on Wednesday, the Wednesday show. Competition Wednesday. Lucy Andy, uh, producer Chris, if you want to, you don't have to. Bring clips of the worst podcast you can find in the society and culture category which includes documentary, personal journals, philosophy, places and travel, and relationships. Find the worst podcast. We're going to compete. Who can find the worst podcast in the society and culture category of podcasts? So it'll be one of these where we each bring clips, do 15, 20 minutes each, and then we'll have the listeners vote on who brought the worst podcast. you up. applying a trivial bit. pursuit model to who are these podcasts? Yes. Changing okay. things up a little bit. Why not? Got it. We'll have a little bit of fun on Wednesday since we have a, a regular crew now that comes in for the uh, the Wednesday show. So looking forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Tukey, we've we've plugged your stuff, but I can't stop plugging it. Tukey Soup, you can find Thank it on you. the uh, B-Dabbler YouTube channel. Is that correct?
1: Yes, and uh, just go to com. It'll take you to all things Bedabbler, Tukie, and all this nonsense. And, yes, Tukey Soup will not be on Sunday nights anymore to make room for Cardiff's potato soup. Uh, Tukey Soup will now be on Wednesday mornings, 7 a.m. east. So we're getting up early. We're doing it. Yeah. John's okay. brain is potato soup. That's, oh, John's that's, that's brain. Yes. Car- oh, John's brain is potato soup brought to you yes. by yes. Cardiff Electric. <laughs> <Yeah. or something. laughs>
0: And of course, you can watch El Herrible every Saturday morning before this program, and oh, that yeah. is uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. If you want to watch that, and of course, the great Cardiff Electric. He plugged his show Sunday night. You'll want to tune in for. You got subreddit surfing on Mondays. Yep. Is, is that correct? Yes. <laughs> and then Most you'll remember the, with Vinny. Yep. And then you'll remember yes. the '90s on, on Friday. Uh, Friday nights. And
14: and go to my Instagram and buy my symbols. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Carter's <laughs>
1: making symbols now, like Riley. Get your symbols for the end of the world.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm lost.
1: My mind. I'm lost. What's going on? What are you talking about?
0: Oh, I'm selling
14: alien. <laughs> aliens are, are sending me messages in the middle of the night. and they're, they're providing me with symbols that I need to give to the people for a nominal fee, of course. <laughs> yes, yeah. but all,
1: all the, the symbols aliens, don't you feel stupid for not having a Riley Martin symbol? Mm-hmm.
14: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sh- I've I've taken up the the
0: mantle of selling. For
1: <laughs>
0: General in. Uh, Eugene says I need a card of trifold. Uh, coming soon. <laughs> all right, guys, please join us again next time. and' with the episode we find out once for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony.
13: Parting in the mosh pits of morning radio.
7: Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone.
6: Internet news with Lucy Tightbox
19: From Patreon, Brian. Vavaro states, Carl said on WATP that he didn't wear a Halloween costume to do the Kumia show, but he's clearly dressed as a horrible looking goblin here. Spunky Fresh asks, How is wearing costumes a radio bit? Elsie Brock, it was pretty obvious the wheels on the SJ-Paulino relationship would be coming off eventually. I'm only surprised it didn't happen sooner. Doodad68, Vinny is the latest victim of John and he's still simping for him. People did fucked up things to John, so I still feel bad for him. John brought it on himself, so fuck him Nothing can be done to him that he does not deserve He's the biggest piece of shit on the planet And how he can charm some people over to his side is a head-scratcher Vinny witnessed it and thought I can change him, like a chick who only dates bad boys I just don't get it Jason B I think Hackride is best as a 3rd mic Mike-slash-producing role on BMP His WATP appearances are rough From Facebook, Leo Lombard gets a little bit more direct Holy shit, Hackride fucking sucks Brett Purdy is concerned Halfway through, Stuttering John goes off And waiting for Shuley to say something funny David Greenhouse Keep waiting Scott Stokes gets stoking with Hate is so funny Now you go So we have a frame of reference on true mirth Waiting Judge Hardgrove fesses I'm just as guilty as anybody for goofing on Stut and making funny memes and stuff, but all of a sudden, I came to the realization. Are we just ganging up on a slow adult here? If that's the case, I kind of feel awful. Sorry to poop on the picnic, but am I way off base here? And he's just a plain old asshole. But Andy Hines reassures with, this happens to someone every six months or so. You just have to remind yourself of all the awful shit John has done. Contact your doctor if you're having feelings of sympathy for stuttering John. And over at Reddit, Bird Boy posts. I think Hackride needs to reduce his coke intake before the show, so Carl can actually get a word in and keep shit moving. I don't mind him on Mike's show, but on WATP, he's very cringy. How does everyone feel about Hackride? Beginning antopines. He's annoying. Wapio riffs. The unstoppable smile talker versus the immovable demon. KBPD. He got old fast. Obnoxious Ab. I skip anything he's involved with on Blind Mike, whom I thank for having linked segments. Lost consequence claims Tuki is better. AU Lily one-ups with Tuki is better than all of them. Acubats yeah. not to be outdone. Well, Tuki is the best. And Prudent Concert plays us out with plus his take on Italians is mwah. Mister
6: Head master of disguise, he can turn into over fifty cups. We different
3: guys. Is he a blonde or is his hair red? You never know with Mr. Potato. Head. He's hot.
11: He's out of control. Why do
19: you keep this a- on the slash Cardiff Electric or YouTube.com slash at Cardiff Electric.
0: That was so funny when Jab was yelling at you for disappearing. Why do you keep disappearing? I'll be Cardiff. Magic. A two-hour show i needed some water you <laughs> fucking wet brain oh yeah what She's are you a- what are you
2: drinking over there Cardiff? what are you water?
0: drinking it's <laughs> so he's so ridiculous he's I such a retard carrying your fucking show has got to be so frustrating all right <sighs> gary in san diego has some questions oh, you don't want any reviews oh do you have a review
14: i have a couple oh okay
0: i never like your reviews but go ahead <clears throat> well then i won't read this one <laughs> no go I ahead. this is the one i won't
14: read no 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 the 60 minutes on. of the 60 minutes of podcasting these guys did an expose on the squirting phenomena inside the only fans industry turns out it's 90 percent coors. they probably just googled it also the correspondents are men which makes sense since everyone knows female correspondents aren't funny even their review girl has a penis misogyny anyone That sounds
0: like a five-star review if I have ever heard one. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. (laughs) But this
14: one is better. Okay. Uh,
0: Let's hear it. Long time farewell.
14: Ever since Shuli has gotten involved, the show's quality has dropped dramatically. Just took me a while to accept and now move on. Stuttering John isn't even interesting anymore.
0: How often is Shuli involved in WATP? The Shuli hate is bizarre. I really don't understand how Shuly's ruining W-A-T-P. I don't, none Did
14: of the last sh- on the show. I think it's more of a general Shuley's, how they run the entire media. Oh, well, okay. Like well, podcast. that I might agree with.
0: <laughs> that makes a lot more sense to me, That <laughs> Big <Okay>. Shuly.
17: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's a one-star review there, Cardiff? Yeah. All right. Well, don't let the door hit you on the ass. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some voicemails, starting with uh, Gary and some questions here.
9: Hey, Carl, Gary in San Diego. Well, I'm in kind of a quandary, and maybe you could help me out. John says he's a millionaire. John says he's got plenty of money in the bank. He's got a huge stock portfolio. He's got a house in uh Canoga Park and also a house in Florida, two mortgages. And sometimes, just for a lark, he'll wipe his ass with a $100 bill <laughs> just to show everybody how much money he's got. Then I hear Vinny talking that John's broke. He's doing this uh, Carlson show because he needs a shitload of cash. What's going on? I can't figure it out. Either he's a millionaire or he's broke. Can you help me out here? Anyway, I'm about to blow my brains out. It's a real conundrum here in San Diego. Rock and (laughs) roll. I
0: think he's broke, (laughs) 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 Gary, if I had to guess. Not a I'm lot of stupid. millionaires drive for Uber, even for just those two weeks that he drove for Uber. A lot of millionaires just go, eh, don't need to do that. Live off of the interest. Does he have a house in California no, or an he's apartment? Running an apartment, yeah. And yeah, Gary right. should know that. Gary is, he knows right. a lot about Century John. Maybe I don't he's, even in ha- he's in Canoga Park. Right.
14: Yeah, I don't think he is either.
0: I thought he still was. Canoga Park.
14: I don't know. I, I, I assume property values have gone up since he left. Bounce. No. Not a nice place.
1: It's, 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 it's a little, it's it's a a little sh- bit better now. <laughs> <It's a laughs> yeah, it just hole. got a little
0: bit
1: better, yeah, right? <laughs> well, right. do you know many millionaires who call out super chatters and ask them, "Hey, Brock Lee, where's the hundreds? <laughs> I see you giving you that know, money over 30? to Kevin. Oh, yeah. you give me two bucks. What's with all the twos and
14: fives? Oh, so did you play the clip with Alex when he? kind of forgave the debt if he would be his friend how excited john got that he didn't have to pay the hundred bucks no i did not oh that's all well, t- tomorrow night on stuttering john's brain is potato soup <laughs> all right the teaser i'll be tuned in for that also the veiled raci- racism from john too. see something else
1: so much it's impossible to cover it all he's one of those guys that
14: totally changed when he was talking to a black guy oh he's one of those okay yeah oh really Yeah, with alex oh it was great yeah i'll play it tomorrow then if nobody else oh, picked up on it
0: No, I didn't see that. And John is a liberal and he's worried about the little person and he's all concerned about minorities and obviously the um, gender gap and wage disparity. And he loves to call out Rochester for our crime and our poverty and our median income level. He's like, what a shithole that place is. Hey, John, this place has been run by Democrats for decades. (laughs) So FYI, I don't know if you want to like shit on Rochester too much. We keep electing Democrats to run the place.
9: Hey, Carl Gary in San Diego. Well, breaking news. Looks like the after SAG Hollywood strike is over. And uh, what I'm thinking is with John's new headshots, his hot new Hollywood agent, I wonder what his first role is going to be in a multi million dollar project. The uh, casting directors have to be salivating waiting to hire stuttering John. For a great role. Don't you agree? Anyway, rock and roll.
0: I totally agree with you. I think he's going to start his uh, renaissance, his second career in Hollywood, for sure. A janitor.
16: Hey, Carl, I just wanted to phone in and say you've been really knocking it out of the park recently with all the content, particularly excellent uh, replacement for the creep off on Monday with uh, Stut Joe's return. Uh, with the coldest of cold takes which is just so hypocritical this is my first reason for calling in it's just disgusting to me that he can really just go off on K- on KB an SKB by the way about his um you know his Matthew Perry tweet uh-huh. when it was John who actually Well, what's worse a tweet about someone who's dead or telling a recovering or suffering addict to, to kill themselves, or, you know, you hope their next suicide attempt is successful. All I would say is, you got to remember the golden rule. Was KV's tweet funny? I think so. Not everyone will agree. Was what Stuttering, Je- Stuttering John said about Artie Lang funny when he told him he should kill himself? No, because it wasn't even an attempt at a joke. And is that hypocrisy and lies that I think annoys me most about John.
0: I concur. And, of course, that was different. That was different. Artie and I were, were both fighting on Twitter at the time. It's okay when I do it.
1: And everyone knows there are no rules in war, just like there are, uh, you know, no rules in attempting sexual assault. Well, yes, I guess there are rules. Yeah. In it. There's, there's <laughs> <one>. <laughs> i I, i'm sorry
0: i keep thinking about that the fact that they're saying that she's saying that she made all that up that's a crazy thing to make up about someone because i was on the show with casey armstrong when he's texting with her and asking if he has her permission to say it on our show Mm -hmm. and she said yes yeah that was in cold blood that's a weird thing to i mean you have to know there's going to be
1: repercussions to that (laughs) i'm still shocked why would and why would she repeat what she said? Wouldn't she just say, like, hey, I'm sorry I lied? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the way it was specific. written. The way it was written was very much like
0: an attorney, just post right. this and we'll let it go. I don't think that John did try to rape me and he doesn't poop in the bad sheets. Right. I was being a crazy bitch when I wrote those things, when I said those things. Like, it seems very weird. Yeah, what's your theory?
14: Vince the lawyer is Anne-Marie in both cases, texting Casey and texting John. (laughs) It's very possible. Maybe
1: maybe he was Anne-Marie in real life, too. He gave a (laughs) blowjob.
14: He's just feeding different stories to both sides to get them fighting each other. He's not lazy. I'll give
0: him that. He's playing the long (laughs) game by playing the short game, if you know what I mean. See what I did there? Here's a guy who met Stuttering John. Hi, this is for the...
13: But buddies Carl and Vinny. Um, I just held the door open for some guy at a grocery store and he starts saying how we're lifelong friends and he's gonna buy me tickets to Rockchester to show support for his show. Uh is there any way I can just I don't know, redeem this for cash or something? Thanks.
18: <laughs> All right.
0: So that guy met uh, stuttering John and then uh, he met someone else.
13: Hey, uh, never mind. I just opened the door for a potato that walked in and he starts saying how they're enemies and he's threatening to kill me now. So uh <laughs> disregard that.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's all it takes with John. Best friends. Oh God. Someone sent him a super chat. I couldn't play all the clips, obviously. Sent him a super chat and listing all the people he's no longer friends with that he was friends with. And like, you know what the common denominator is here, right? And he goes, Kevin Brennan, we wouldn't have a friend. He was talking about how they were like really good friends. For weeks on his show. We're all listening to you. I know you're not listening to you. We're all listening to you.
20: Oh, well. Hey, Carl. About two episodes ago, you played my voicemail. I mentioned that I don't watch the video because <clears throat> I don't like to see the disgusting things that you uh, show on there. Well, you said there wasn't anything disgusting.
0: Um, have you looked in a mirror? Don't call me back. Whoa! This is why Kindy got fired for comments like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kendi was not fired. She'll be back. She'll be back next week. All Good. right. Hello, <laughs> Kendi. This is uh, this is the guy with the most patience
4: in the world.
9: Carl, I'd like to think I have a high tolerance for annoying people on your podcast. I mean, I enjoy Gino and QZ, but Jesus fucking Christ, Hackright needs to go kill himself. He's the most unfunniest faggot in his mid-40s. It, he was so, like, even when he was on fucking, who are these socials, he was... Tolerable, like, and I don't even know how, but when he's on your show this time, it was unbearable. with Just the ooh, tooth, yeah, we get it. It's a funny joke. The fucking first time you said it, you don't need to repeat it every single fucking time. fucking
0: fair enough. All right, let's get some uh, some pro hack ride. Uh, let me see. The- Okay, don't have that right now.
5: <laughs> Footage not found. <laughs> but as soon as we the get it. The messages were far
0: too long, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll get to it in a The bonus. connection <laughs> broke up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More Mexican listeners calling into the show.
2: Hey, Carl.
9: This is Siete, your seventh Mexicano listener. Cazaru. I would like to buy your sister. ¿Cuánto cuesta?
0: That might not have been a Mexican
9: <laughs> listener, actually. I don't know.
0: I might have gotten fooled by that one. I was, got home from the comedy show late last night and pulled these together. This is one about our boy Patty Seacups. Hey, you know that
20: Ackroyd fella kind of sounds like Tukey. Someone should look into that. Maybe Patrick Michael should look into that. Maybe Patty Broken Skull should look into that. You know, all these different other podcasters that are just doing things that better people do that – uh you know, that they don't do as good because they're just following the trends, you know. Maybe Hack Hackride should make an MMA podcast or something. Well, see you later.
0: Do you want uh, Patty cups going after you, Tookie? No, this is ridiculous. I am not Hack Hackride. Why
1: would, I, why would anyone think that no, I'm no, Hackride? No, you're using the voice modulator. No, 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 no. Tookie. No, no, I'm not Hackride. Why would anyone think oh, that no.
0: I'm Damn it. It's always been revealed. I'll have added, added that out in post. God damn it. It's okay. No one makes it to the voicemail segment. <laughs> That's right. No one's going to know. Whoa. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Nate from Flint, call again. Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. Listen,
20: playing voicemails, complaining about not playing voicemail sets a bad precedent. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a list of voicemails of mine that you haven't played, but. The other persons in my system are pretty sure you'll be fine.
0: I didn't realize that uh, Nate from Flint was a system. Good to know. Obviously. No, obviously we have Gary in San Diego calling in. We have Diego and Gary calling in. Mm -hmm. But the guy that I've really been excited about is Jerry in San Antonio. Who's been calling
18: in lately.
9: Hey, Carl. It's Jerry from San Antonio. I was just talking to my neighbor, Mandy. And she said, Chad Zumach, he's a worthless loser. And I concur. Reduce, reviews, go fuck yourself. So Jerry
0: <laughs> in San Antonio is obsessed with Chad Zumach, mm-hmm. whereas Gary's obsessed with centering John. So that's
5: good. <laughs> Everything is right in the universe. <laughs> the only way to differentiate <laughs> the loser first. Hey, it's Carl. Created. Curtis from Callback here.
13: Well, it's November. Chad still hasn't fucked Aaron's wife. If you remember, he promised he would by any means necessary. Well, that timeline of 2023 is running out. Anyway, that's a callback. Curtis out. Call me back. Fuck my ass. All
0: right. Yes. Uh, Chad promised he would fuck April M. Holt. (laughs) By any means necessary. (laughs) Still has not Nothing illegal about that. (laughs) Um, I hope Lucy Typebox is, is listening. Obviously, her news segment was just on. She's probably listening to that. Hopefully, she hasn't turned it off. I wanted to hear this voicemail.
17: Hey, Carl. I was wondering if uh, Lucy Tightbox would sell a pair of her dirty panties to me. Um,
1: disgusting. You're let me Monster. Know.
17: Also, tell Gary that I murdered someone named Sandy. Rock and roller. Wow. Oh.
9: Hope
0: it's not the Sandy. Um. Yeah, got a little dark right there. I started fun. Sandy wouldn't give him her panties. <laughs> she wanted too much money.
13: <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey Carl, this is your rowing machine and this is how we talk. Listen, the next time you want to use me to work off your bitch gut, have a decency. Put on some underwear, some shorts, some pants. I don't want your ass juice all over me, right? Show some fucking goddamn respect.
0: That wasn't my rowing machine. I do wear shorts when I when I work out on my rowing machine. That must have been someone else's rowing machine. So There's
16: far greater
14: me. risks using a rowing machine naked than getting ash yeah. juice on the seats.
1: Be careful, oh, Carl. Good point. You're You're Yeah, cotton's
14: will
1: tangled. Things will get tangled. <laughs> That'd be terrible. That'd <laughs> oh, be horrible. I had to come up with some That would be
14: a great excuse. way for you
0: to go,
1: though. I that would, would be love fun. to do
0: that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope TMZ would pick that up. Yeah. I would hope I'd finally make TMZ. Kevin Brennan, would be like, oh, so this guy mutilates his penis, and he gets TMZ. Well, that's a lot more work than just putting out a tweet. I win again. All right. <laughs> this is the last voice. It's getting silly. Last voice, well.
17: Hey, Carl. Just taking my dog for a walk so that my wife doesn't hear me leaving this voicemail and think I'm crazier talking to myself. Imagine you live in Rochester. It's March 2024, and you're like, hey, I'm going to go to a comedy show. And, uh,. You're like, oh, John Melendez. Stuttering John? I kind of remember that name. Oh, well. So, and you walk in, and there's just this drunk dude on the stage just talking about a walrus and a Penny's flannel and Pocky. You just have no idea what the hell he's talking about. You're just like, what the hell did I just walk into? Just on a whim. But I have no idea why this is called comedy at the Carlson. This would just be, like, drunk guy hour at the and I don't know. Just hilarious. I mean, he doesn't even know anything, like, about you. How would he roast you? I don't know. Maybe what? I'm stating the obvious, but, I mean, you know, just talky and Lady Kay. I mean, any average Joe off the street would just be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Anyways, love you. Keep it up.
0: Yeah. That's the thing that Vinny was trying to avoid. Is to get this guy up there and it's like, oh, Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show. I loved Howard Stern Show. I remember him. Did those uh interviews. Yeah, let's go check that out. And then he gets there, and it's just an angry guy yelling at a dude is wearing walrus teeth. <laughs> Honey,
5: I think we got the wrong night.
0: Just <laughs> be fucking ridiculous. All right. Apparently, uh stuttering John has started up his show. <laughs>
6: First is Mr. 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 this Mr. 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 Mr.
18: Mr. 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 it's
6: and they burn it on the pot, and they get into the pot, and they cover the shrimpins, for the boil and the burn to the shrimpins. And they're making a the puff of corn, and they're making a the puff of corn, and really the shiny is the wound. Oh, the puff of, the corn. The of the corn, stick it in the mercury oven, and stick it in the mercury oven, and we'll stick it in the oven. And it's got to stand in the oven, in, oh, come on, it's in,
10: sticking in the one, two, three.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: you know they say if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all i'm sorry keep going i don't know where that came from go ahead
0: that's not the voice i think there's a k
3: in knucklehead
14: yeah what
0: happened that's not the voice that's
14: not the voice. He died.
2: Who? The old voice. Stop. To... Yes, every single fucking time I turn my head, there's another allegation. Yeah, <laughs> they you keep, keep doing last shit. Last night I get a text from <laughs> my attorney. Well, yesterday. I get a text from my Don, attorney. John Casey is reading. Is saying. We all get text from your attorney. Chat. Horrible <laughs> shit. I go what? And I look at it. Mm-hmm. I go. Holy shit. So I immediately text the woman in question because I know it's bullshit.
0: That sucks. She no, knows shit. It I got bullshit. this back in my life. mad
2: that I had said that she had herpes, which I was wrong. And I apologize.
6: She had chlamydia.
2: I made a mistake. <laughs> That's why pencils have a racist. I God shouldn't have included me. her gonna when say it. it came to Casey. <laughs> And she was really mad, but it so gets your worse. This is where eraser, so people is like really John can't jam the back throat. of
14: it inside their ear and stuff.
2: <laughs> he <him laughs> <in> kept <throat> lying to her.
0: I, lo- I love her too- be be her I Can her that be her defense? She's like, "Yeah, I know you said I said you shit the bed and tried to rape me, but that's why pencils have the erasers." <laughs> <talk about her. laughs> Court dismissed.
2: <laughs> Not the stuff he was saying. He was trying to wind her up to say something. Yeah, so she did. Casey's a brilliant manipulator. She like knows that. it wasn't
1: true. This is the same guy who wears and an alpaca mask. Of
2: course, it didn't happen.
1: He's a joker. He doesn't know how to play. But
2: these are the kind of things <laughs> right. that you don't kid with. And she knows it. She's apologized a hundred percent. She issued a statement. She texted me. You she said statement. this. She I mean, please type my this out on your, your Twitter to? for me, John. I don't want to <laughs> dox her. But she is a very good friend of mine, who no, I love. She's not. She hates you. And I know you're going to say, "Well, if you loved her, why would you say she had herpes?" And that was my that was my mistake. <laughs> mistake. And I apologize to her.
14: <laughs> what a mistake! That. How did but I still, accidentally say
2: that? It is not worthy of making rape. It's Like when Tony Michael said he made a mistake when he was Sorry, selling drugs not. for all those months. I made a mistake. But no, it's okay because I love her and I understand she was angry. This is from Anne-Marie. To John Melendez, this is from Anne-Marie from the I apologize for show. any inconvenience. We never tried to me to say this? Tried I was to angry rape for them. the herpes comment and with discussing Casey and I. I apologize for any inconvenience. I'd like this to be put behind us. I was just hurt and angry. Now, I accept her apology. Of course you do, because you wrote it. And she Allegedly. talked to my attorney <laughs> yeah. and issued a statement with my attorney. Mm. Also, Acknowledging everything that she just texts me. Okay, the well that's it, guys. <laughs> any <of> that ever <laughs> yeah, I figured it out. Yep. Dang everything Wizard says that's
0: why nobody writes to the title. Yeah, it like
2: it was fact.
5: Yeah, I would too.
2: And Mr. Armstrong, I expect a complete retraction <laughs> on your show tonight. B- bad news. No one
5: watches that. Okay. I mean, John will write that retraction
2: Attraction also. Attraction. Yeah, right. As uh, per er, my I was er, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh... Right. My attorney talked that blank. I was being a Nisman sycophant. King. Yeah. Just tell and Vince the lawyer most of the people
1: in Casey's chat are him anyway. <laughs> right Now,
2: yeah. thankfully, it was nipped in the bud. Mm-hmm. And I will always love Anne-Marie.
0: oh shut up!
2: Yeah. And by the way, mm-hmm. Baba Bowie told me about the herpes thing <laughs> way oh, and no, Baba oh, Bowie involved. I yes. didn't know that. <laughs>
1: oh, didn't and she it. also I acknowledged win. that to the lawyer
2: that all of that was true. Well, that this is all you know, the Howard said. Can we just stuff, break it down? Having it was true, yes. but I don't want to wow. do. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Did Beth that, get back to you yet, John? She's gonna do this. And I'm has, gonna move has on. Beth
0: returned your email yet? Does he have yeah. enough
1: excuses?
5: <laughs> That's all we need to know.
2: Also, my OCD wouldn't allow me to rape anyone. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> when is he gonna start dyeing his hair that weird orange color, like uh, Pat Cooper dyed his hair? Like all old guys. He's close to it, yeah. Gray, yeah. They start dyeing their hair that weird orange color. When is that coming? My wife's convinced he does
0: the uh, just for men. Like he's doing this shit himself. And she would know she's a oh, hairstylist. Yeah. Because he talks about going to the hairstylist, but I don't think he can afford that. I'd be surprised.
10: Uh, uh,
8: (laughs) (laughs) Are
14: we done
19: here? I think we are.
8: That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay,
7: folks. Guess what? The episode's (laughs) over.
12: Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. I
15: don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here.
1: It's not reggaeton. What are you talking about? You don't know what reggaeton is? What is it? That's what all the Colombians uh, at the Audi dealership used to listen to. Oh, It's a type of music. I'm reggaeton. Wait, that was very specific. Did you
5: say
0: Colombians at a Audi dealership? Yes, at the Audi dealership.
1: <laughs>
3: I didn't spend they a lot of time it out at an Audi dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you they been, come, Carl? <laughs> they
1: come up to Tukey and they say, "Tookie, I have a pill. It make your pee-pee hard. And I go, oh, well, thank you very much, Paco. But uh, I think I'm okay. But then he did take the pill that made his pee-pee hard. And it made his pee-pee hard for like five hours. It hurts so bad. Oh, stop it.
0: Like, that's a bad no, thing. No,
1: you don't want that, you Carl. Don't want, you don't want a five-hour no, motor? No, you don't. I'm telling you, it hurts. You literally want to cut it off. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't, Tukey. Thank you. That's why you Tukie still have that masculine me. voice. That's why Tuki does not talk to the Colombians down at the Audi dealership <laughs> anymore. <laughs>
10: <All right. laughs> We're getting a lot of
0: insight into the world of Tuki yeah. right now.